Welcome, everybody, to episode 78 of the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, DK Dynamite, with our lovely co-host, Fajardi, in studio yet again. And a very special guest today, Chad Michael Collins. How are you doing today, my friend? Oh, and my Deafen, my Discord Deafen was on. <laughs> we'll roll that again. How are you doing today, Mr. Chad Michael Collins? Appreciate you being here. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Happy to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Really, really nice surprise today. We did not expect <laughs> to yeah. have Alex himself. I really Everything episode. happened so fast on, yeah. uh, on the update day the yep. other day, and that was yep. a busy day in general. And on top of all the stuff that came up with uh, the the Infinity War Dev and Chad, and then Chad coming through, it's been a really it's been a really crazy past few days. But, oh yeah, um, we're, we're you guys are in for a good one today. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Definitely. are in for a good one. Definitely. Yeah, I was scrolling through uh, uh, YouTube on the day of release, and I was like, all right, who are the ninja gamers out there that are doing the raid in like 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes so I can steal their playthrough and uh, have a chance in hell of getting it myself? And I, I came across you guys. I thought I'd pop in and say hi. And here we are a couple of days later. Oh, shoot, yeah. Shoot the old breeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a similar story to actually how me and yeah. DK met. I was just scrolling YouTube one day. And uh, came across one of his streams like five years ago, and the rest is history. After that, we've been slowly building, you know, uh, an online community together. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a, it's been an amazing ride. It's it's actually such a wholesome story how you came across that. I think it's uh, admirable that you you know you're so involved in the community. Like I, I see a lot of things on Twitter you do with uh, people replying, retweeting. It's it's really cool. I, uh, oh yeah, I really enjoy that. Well, I uh, I mean I've been a gamer my whole life. We're talking. Mm you know, Nintendo days, boomer that I am. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I, I picked up Call of Duty because I was in the game and I played it during the pandemic and I played like multiplayer and then Warzone for the first time. And I was like, oh, I get it. This is really fun. Um, but I, you know, I'm like average in, in the skill set. So I'm always amazed at what, you know, these players can do. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's fun because people think it's pretty cool that I'm a video game actor, but then I think it's pretty cool that these guys are pro literally professional video games. I'm just like in awe of the 360 prone dive nonsense that I can't pull off here. At, at my <laughs> no, it's it, it's really cool to see just how the industry's evolved over, oh my God, the last, the last few decades. But I also believe we have you for about about an hour, just so chat knows. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll get through as much as we can. But also as of today, chat, uh, real quick, I know Kevin Durant as a bundle did just release uh, about half an hour ago. Are you an NBA fan, Chad? How dubious, man. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that's a curse because his team just got eliminated from the playoffs last mm -hmm. night. <laughs> unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate for uh, Phoenix Suns there. I do, I, I do follow the NBA and, and KD and all the rest a little bit, especially around playoff time. I'm, I'm a big sports sports junkie. Yeah, NFL in particular and MMA and all that fun stuff. Mm. Yeah, I I, uh, I hope this definitely cheers him up to see his, his character inside of Call of Duty now, <laughs> even though they're out of the playoffs. You've made um, it, KD. Yeah. You've made it. You've made it. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to have a lot of free time now. He's going to oh, yeah. that bundle. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there was actually a great question asked in chat. We were thinking the same thing uh, before the midseason update released. Why didn't Alex get a raid season three bundle? Because in the previous two seasons, Gaz got one and Price got one. We we're surprised that Alex didn't. So maybe there's other bundles being planned. Totally a theory, but um, mm -hmm. would you like to see some alternative skins for for Alex Chad at some point in in a future season? Or? Yeah, I mean, listen, as being part of the game, which I'm blessed to be a part of, you can imagine I get pumped for information all uh, at all times. But uh, you know, they don't literally tell us anything. Oh no, of course, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, I of mean, we, we know we know what we shoot. 
you know, we know we know what voiceover lines and and the the motion capture stuff we record on stage, but in terms of timing, rollouts, this, that, whatever, oh, yeah. you know, they're too smart over there to let actors <laughs> have too much information yeah. and uh, and kind of su- ruin the surprise for uh, for everyone. But I don't know. I kind of like it. I think I'd never played the raid before, and in raid being the only way you could unlock Alex, I'm like, well, shit, let's give it a go. But let's do it the old-fashioned way and go all through through all three of them and, and watch yeah. the story unfold and experience them all. So I think it's a cool thing to kind of drive people to a game mode that maybe the other otherwise wouldn't have tried. And, sure. uh, and really enjoy it. And I'm, I'm glad I did it. I had a lot of fun with it, actually. And mm-hmm. as frustrating as it was, it was uh, very satisfying to get through each of them. So I dig it. And, you know, I'm sure there'll be some some bundles down the road, which I look forward to. I think they do an amazing job oh, yeah. uh, designing the character and, and putting the fun outfits on them like a Barbie doll. And uh, <laughs> I, I think it's cool. As long as we don't see Alex in a, in a rat outfit. We got we to see uh, Alex's <laughs> sharp looking outfit in the game. There you go. <laughs> For sure, for sure. I mean, uh, did you play a lot of Modern Warfare 19 and Warzone 1? Or were you kind of just in and out every every so often back when I did. Uh, that was I, out? I played through the whole campaign because I just wanted to see how it all came together. You know, uh, you know, as the as the motion capture actors actors for this game, you know, we, we shoot the cinematics, we shoot the intros and outros of the missions. Um, you know, but then you guys strap in our boots and, and then it's first person the whole time. So I just really wanted to see how they filled in the gaps, filled in the blanks, how the story unfolded as you play through it. So I, of course I played it, and then I got into Warzone, and oh, yeah. I just started streaming as an experiment, and um, it was it was a lot of fun. And you know when when Warzone dropped, it was uh, it was really really fun. Verdansk yeah. has a special place in my heart, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. obviously. Oh yeah, as, as it does so many others, and then Rebirth Island and, and everything else too. But I'm 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 digging uh, Ashika. And uh, playing Resurgence, even though it uh, makes my blood boil. I haven't rage quit yet. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome Warzone. Oh, Gotta man. love that. Uh, they, hopefully we get some games in at some point. We'll love to, love to hop in and uh, mm-hmm. ride some Resurgence. Or, yeah. If you guys got strong backs enough to carry me, I'm, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm in, baby. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, yeah. No, yeah you, mentioned, you mentioned you played the, the 2019 campaign, Modern Warfare. Um, how do you feel about, you know, your character being transferred into raids? Do you think raids is a, a better, like, outlet for people to see the character or, uh, campaigns? You also did mention that it's cool that it's making players, you know, go to a different side of the mode and see, you know, uh, a different sort of gameplay feature. I just want to get your take on whether or not you feel like, you know, campaign is better than, uh, raids or raids better than campaign. Uh, I mean, honestly, I, I love it. You know, and, and Modern Warfare 2 uh, took a turn in terms of the storyline. So you got some of the familiar characters. You get, you're introduced to a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, it's interesting because, you know, what Alex is doing with Farah, often, um, you know, freedom fighting in Urzikstan or whatever else, it's like, you know, would he get tied up in, you know, something involving cartels and stuff like that? Is, is that in his wheelhouse or has he got more important wet work stuff to do mm-hmm. somewhere else for a different reason? So I love how this all brings not only the gang back together in these raids and kind of continues that Hadir storyline and where that leads. Um, but, you know, it, it reintroduces him and kind of adds the air of mystery of like, oh, he's out there and you don't know what he's up to. Very few people do, but this is what it is. So I, I really dig it. I thought it was super creative and, um, you know, just kind of scratched the itch with the new game mode and, you know, also pull back the curtain on what's been going on with Alex this whole time. So... I dig it. I thought it was a really, really cool creative choice on their end, and uh, it's been a lot of fun to film, and it's been a lot of fun to do all the voiceover for it as well. 
so I've, I've, been, I've enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I, I really respect that you know, like, a lot of the the lore and the background, and you, it seems like you really understand the character, and you understand, like, the, the kind of the way he thinks and, you know, what he could be doing. Um, but, you know, you mentioned bringing back the, the gang together. How was it, how was it returning back to 141, you know, in the, in the mocap area? And, and I saw someone in chat, like, uh, what's your favorite cast member to, uh, you know, <laughs> to, to oh. uh, like, what's, who's your favorite cast member? And just... Don't make me pick my favorite. Uh, they might be watching. <laughs> Uh, it's a tough question. Yeah, it's a tough question. <laughs> you love all of them. No, you gotta say love the, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I got the email, you know, reaching out for for schedule, you know, I was I was thrilled, you know, because uh, shooting Modern Warfare 2019 was one of the best acting experiences I've ever had. Mm -hmm. it, it's just the the people at Incre Infinity Ward were incredible. I've always been a gamer, like I said, my whole life. To so to be a part of the video game and get kind of behind the scenes process with one of the biggest and best franchises out there. It was a mind-blowing experience. We were all like kids in a candy store and really super excited and super pumped to be there and um, to, to explore that world and, you know, to originate a character like Alex uh, was a real special opportunity. You know, I always joke that Barry Sloan had a much harder job doing Captain Price because he's already been done so well. Oh, and yeah. he's yeah. so popular. But he came in there and kind of made it his own while Killed he, yeah. you know, paid, paid tribute to, you know, to, to the previous actor. And I thought he smashed it, and I oh, thought yeah. he was—he yeah. was absolutely fantastic. So, um, but I'll tell you what—it's—I know we shoot really gritty, serious stuff on set, but Claudia Demit, who plays Farah, and Elliot Knight, who plays Gaz, Barry Sloan, obviously plays Captain Price, Aiden Bristow plays Hadir. What a pleasure to work with! Like we're clowns. We have so much fun <laughs> on set. It's really, awesome. really such a pleasure. And the crew and and all the people at Infinity Ward are just. They make it a really, really fun headquarters to kind of come back to again and again. So I was pumped. You know, I've been sitting on this information for like seven, eight months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's oh, nice for it to yeah. finally be yeah. here. Mm -hmm. No, that's amazing, man. Big shout out to, I believe his name is Corey Steyer, uh, Associative Narrative Director over at Infinity Ward. Said great things about you. Was also dropping a bunch of support in our stream the other day for mm -hmm. the mid-season three yeah. update. That was an absolute surprise. I mean, anytime we stream, we just never know who's watching. So that's the beauty of it all, right? You just mm -hmm. never know who, who you're going to pop into. I mean, that was just incredible. I think we might have been one of the first teams on stream to, to beat the raid as well. Yeah, I, when, uh, when you completed it, I was looking, because I was in the laptop yeah. uh, in, the, in the other side of the room. Yeah. And I was looking at seeing who completed online. I couldn't find... Who uh, completed it publicly? What a surprise! Um, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, Infinity Ward. Oh yeah, I just I love the way that I mean, Infinity Ward, Treyarch. They've been introducing original characters the past you know three four years mm -hmm. that have resonated so well with the community. I mean, I absolutely love to see that. Um, we got you know Echo three one building a bunch of popularity in the community right when. Modern Warfare 2 came out. Everyone's like, where's Alex? Where's Alex? And I'm like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I was theorizing. I'm like, well, he wasn't in campaign, but they hinted that he's still around. So I, I figured the post-launch narrative would, would certainly uh, uh, dive back into his character arc, which is great. I love that he got the, the focus of, of the raids as well. Mm -hmm. um, but also, I mean, also following up with what you said earlier, it's great that, that you play the game. I think it's awesome to see when, when actors, you know, like Fajardi was saying, uh, understand their character, are immersed in the community, and on top of that, stream every once in a while. Like, do you have a, a set stream schedule, or do you just kind of go live whenever you can? You know, I, awesome. I, I've debated, you know, Alex is a really cool character, and I feel like if people come and watch me stream, it might um, dent his reputation. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not great. Oh. Yeah. 
I, I focus on the fun, not on uh, the KD ratio, uh, so to speak. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm a yeah. bit disappointed that real Alex is uh, trash at the game, and that kind of kills the <laughs> kills the mystique of uh, the cool operator Alex in the game. But I go for it anyway, and I I'm pretty casual. I really. I stream when I have time. I'm getting better about making a tweet, you know, uh, an hour in advance. But <laughs> I don't set a schedule because <laughs> no, life as an actor can be, you know, oh, yeah. day to day, mm-hmm. up and down. So uh, I really sure. enjoy it. I think it's fantastic to to build a community, as you as you guys know, to have a community of gamers, you know, to squad up with, to uh, just have fun with, and shoot the breeze with. So I, I love to I love to to set days aside where I do a stream. You know, where I just play with the players. I play with people in chat. I play with, you know, people who follow and watch and support. And uh, I, I have a blast because they're all way better than me. And they've all <laughs> taught me so much about the game. And uh, so I, it's really um, a wonderful thing to watch them go off on their own, you know. And that's what's really nice is seeing people in the community who don't necessarily have a lot of friends to play with or raid with. And they're all linking up together and doing it yeah. together. So I, I love the way it brings people together. I think it's an amazing thing and I, and I and i just love this you know you know mm. my, my dad would never let me play nintendo so i used to have to sneak my <laughs> nintendo time he's like, oh, it's gonna rot your brain and this and that and whatever else and i'm like you got a fair point dad also look where we are now where people mm. are literally making a living doing the thing that they love playing video games and i just i just think it's incredible it's a beautiful way to just to see entrepreneurship having evolved the way it has you know for people to do what they love i mean it's it's, it's great but uh, something you mentioned earlier, right? You you played the campaigns for for Modern Warfare. Um, how would you feel if one day we started seeing co op campaigns again? Because I feel like that's something beautiful about the raids is that it's it's expanding on the narrative, mm-hmm. but in co op fashion. I think you know there's only been I think World at War and Black Ops Three that did co op campaigns, but I would yeah. love to see you know uh, uh, a co op campaign in the Modern Warfare universe, especially with you know the the chemistry of one four one. Um, it almost fits. It almost fits like perfectly, yeah. the narrative, you know, to have uh, to go yeah. in with four four of your friends to play yeah. as one for one inside yeah. a campaign. Yeah. I guess it's, I guess what they're kind of doing through raid, but right, right, but right. more of a campaign. We've been asking for for campaign DLC for years, and I think raids have definitely done it. So I mean, how, how would you feel if if we got a, a co op campaign? Shout out, that'd be a, a different uh, different way to tell that story. Yeah, I mean, look, this brings me back to to Goldeneye. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That brings me back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game. Where you got all four turtles going at once, mm-hmm. and the X Men game, the, you know, games that I yeah. love, where the more the merrier, and it, and it's more fun to have that shared experience. So I'm all for. I think I think they're onto something. I really would love to see them, you know, have more of these co op modes going forward. Where where you know, if it one four one is is on the hunt, you know, everybody gets to represent a character from one four one. I think oh, that's yeah. really great. So mm-hmm. well, oh, you know, yeah. we'll see what they come up with. I know they're they're always hard at work, and they're always doing their best to crank out more interesting, fun stuff. Um, you know, I know everyone always has a gripe, but they still come <laughs> back and play it. And I know I know behind the scenes how hard everyone works and how many thousands and thousands and thousands of people it takes to make these games. It's, oh, it's mind-blowing in scope. So yeah. uh, I, got, I got much love on, on, on both ends. Yeah, that's something we always try to preach, like on this channel, especially with videos or podcasts, streams, whatever the case is, you know, people don't have to like everything about this game or any other game, respectfully critique it on the internet, don't go after devs, actors, there's so much more that goes into making a game that people really don't understand, I mean, and it's unfortunate that sometimes people go a little bit too far with their criticism, but um, yeah, there's a way to say, hey, I like this, and there's ways to say, not a big fan of this, this is how you can make it better, it's like, it's really not that hard, but uh the internet is a crazy place sometimes yeah. so you know we, we always yeah. appreciate especially as content creators when actors like yourself uh could see that and and, and understand that 
you know, although you might see some so, some crazy folks online sometimes, you know, uh, that's just the way it is, you know, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Not, 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 yeah. <laughs> What's incredible is the passion, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why the opinions yeah. are so strong, right? They love the game, the characters, the universe so much. They're very passionate about it, you know. What's yeah. the joke? No one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's 100% true. Yeah. At the end of the day, they're fans, you know. They're passionate about it. And, and of course, they yeah. can be disappointed and stuff like this. But, you know, they come back for a reason and they and they keep playing for a reason. And that's because at the end of the day, you know, what what, what it is, is is really good and really fun for them. So, um, you know, I love it. And I'm, I'm easy to please. I think these games are incredible. <laughs> oh, and I'll yeah. never reach uh, Mastery Ninja Achievement Unlock ever. So I'm just in awe <laughs> what they roll out and, and what these players can do. Yeah, I'm sure if you ever drop like a really high kill game on Warzone, someone's gonna probably be in chat be like, "Yeah, this guy's cheating. He has hacks uh, supplied by uh, Infinity Ward or something." You'll start. To, you'll you'll yeah. definitely see that. <laughs> I got to. I mean, uh, look when I when I when I get lucky in in a game of you know resurgence like playing quads or whatever, you know maybe I'll get like four or five kills, and everyone's like, "You got four or five kills, man!" And I turn, and my teammate has like seventeen, and I'm like, <laughs> "Yes, I do." You know, rock and roll. You know, but it's a a big achieve for me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that's, that's excellent. Uh, something that I think a lot of us have have been wondering. I'm sure you've been asked this before, but uh, what were your thoughts on the way they handled Alex's return in season three of Modern Warfare 19? Um, did were you, were you, I'm sure you were probably sitting on that for a while too at the time. But after we all thought he he died in the campaign, and then mm-hmm. he, he made a, a shocking return in season three. How, how did you feel about that a couple years ago? Yeah, so that I mean that was probably in development behind the scenes but as far as i knew you know when we shot the campaign um you know we were finished on the campaign probably six months before the game dropped so i thought mm-hmm. well shoot that's the end of them i mean there's nobody it might be the end it might not be the end i have no idea i don't know what their plans are so mm-hmm. when they when they dialed me back up to to do that uh war zone season three cutscene, i was thrilled to have alex back and the fact that they yeah. not only did he survive but you know he kind of emerged lost a leg, but he's still fighting the good fight. I thought that yeah. was such a great tribute, you know, to, to our servicemen and women and soldiers around the world, you know, no. who if that happened to them, it's happened to somebody they know or served with. And I just think it's incredible. And, you know, the, the outreach from, from people who have that as a touchstone is, has mm-hmm. been really nice to see. So it's really oh, yeah. cool to see Alex represent Beautiful. that, um, you know, in true warrior fashion. So I love it. I was excited. It was really obviously to, to keep going and uh, be a part of the universe is whatever actor dreams of, you know, franchise. Oh yeah. Franchise, <laughs> coming back. Yeah. Vin Diesel. <laughs> yeah, it's Vin Diesel. Oh, I mean, man. speaking of, uh, of servicemen and women, we just did an, an event, a good, I think it was like two weeks ago. Um, I, I'm sure you're aware of the Call of Duty Endowment, but this time around I did something that involved DMZ where everyone that extracted with 30,000 in cash, yeah. Activision would donate a mm-hmm. dollar on your behalf for like a cap of like 10 bucks per person, mm-hmm. $1 million in total for the entire community. Um, it was really cool to see them kind of switch it up this year with instead of just doing the endowment bundle, they went ahead and, and yeah. included yeah. DMZ in that. And then uh, that was to help veterans find, you know, good homes, good jobs, et cetera. I mean, that, that was such a cool thing to see. I love the way that Call of Duty always, always supports the- That was uh, cool. The, I, I remember yeah. seeing that. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was a really cool thing. Amazing, and yeah. I know people really got actively involved in that too. Oh yeah. No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. See, yeah, you, you've uh, you've been very vocal about your your praise for Infinity Ward. Uh, I've seen it in chat a lot. Uh, I want to know your thoughts on the other dev studios like Treyarch and Sledgehammer. Do you? I know you've never probably well, worked with them, but you know, how do you feel about their games, the Black Ops franchise, and you know everything everything in between? 
I, I, yeah, I've never had an opportunity to really meet or interact with them. I've never mm -hmm. worked uh, for them. You know, this this video game was kind of my big first AAA title. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of new to the whole world, new to the whole process, how this goes. Um, but then I, you know, I, I tried to learn more and I understand that there's kind of like the three studios involved making Call of Duty games mm -hmm. and they kind of rotate every year sort of thing. At least that was the model for a long time. Um, so I haven't had a chance. You know, I have I have friends like I'm friends with Martin Copping, who plays Lucas Riggs and Vanguard. So mm -hmm. he worked with a different uh, studio there. <clears throat> I haven't had a chance to really interact with them at all you know i just know and love my infinity ward people <laughs> but uh I, I welcome the chance you know to to do mm -hmm. more video game acting and to work with other developers of studios I, it's a really fun process it, it's really you know what you guys see in, in the finished version you know we're looking at a blank stage mm -hmm. at, with tape marks you know yeah. and and <laughs> we have to kind of fill it in with our minds and and, and the directors and the writers kind of you know, lay us lay it all out for us. So it's it's just as exciting for us to see these scenes when they come yeah. out as, as it is for you guys because mm -hmm. they kind of build the world around you and behind you. And uh it's just incredible what they come up with and how gritty and how real it looks. You know, they spare no expense. And I think that's that's part of the reason why people keep coming back to these games because oh, it's yeah. so grounded in in realism. Mm -hmm. That's um, I think it's a uh, one of the big things they do so well that not many others do. Yeah, I feel like you'll get a chance to maybe interact with studios at some point. I mean, the past two years or so, they've really been bridging the gap better between Black Ops and Modern Warfare. The stories are really mm -hmm. colliding now. So that's gonna be a really cool thing to see, especially, you know, on, on the actor side of things, kind yeah. of collaborating with, with other folks that have also been doing something similar for a couple of years, but uh, with, with the, in, in a separate sub-series. So that, that's, yeah. that's really that's really exciting. I'm a big story nerd, especially when it, <laughs> when it comes to Call of Duty, whether it's campaigns, zombies. So seeing all this kind of come into fruition is like a dream come true. Like everybody wanted a big crossover between Black Ops and Modern Warfare, 10 plus years ago, but now that Modern Warfare has been rebooted, uh, it fits in the Black Ops universe very yeah. well now. So it, it's just, it's incredible and it's really exciting for yeah. all of us nerds out there. I think, I think um, you know, I, I can speak for everyone that we would love to see Alex and 141 in, inside of a, a Black Ops title or something like that. Yeah. Everyone would love that. That would be, that would go crazy. Oh yeah. It would Insane. be so awesome. Yeah. That'd be the most watched cutscene, I think, of all time oh, yeah. right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love Woo! it. I mean, look, yeah. uh, Marvel built up their individual characters for years yeah. and had them all come together, yeah. you know, in, in Infinity War. And maybe this is maybe this is what the uh, the brass has planned ultimately Ooh, to do. I don't yeah. know. I, that would be amazing. I played, <clears throat> I played the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare 1, 2, 3 back in the day. And then I played them again when I learned I got this role and they were doing kind of like a soft reboot. Um, yeah. But I haven't played the other universes as much, so I'm sort of familiar with those characters. But, um, you know, I've always known and, and loved Captain Price, Ghost, Soap, Gaz, you know, the, oh, whole, yeah. the whole shebang, the Captain Shepard nonsense and <laughs> oh, yeah. everything else, too. Yeah. So that, that, it's just kind of fun to be a part of this soft reboot in 19 um, and, and having actually played the original trilogy back in the day and throughout. So it was a really, um, a really special thing for me to build a part of this. Oh, yeah. 100%. There was a really cool theory going around. I'm sure you're uh, very well aware of it. This is during Run Over 19 cycle that Alex was going to be Ghost. I'm actually happy they didn't go that route because it's it's great to have the team expanded upon, you know, with original characters too. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure you saw a ton of theories about that. Um, what were your thoughts on that at the time? Like, were you hoping they would go that route or, or were you happy to kind of keep them separate from uh, Ghost as an iconic character? 
I mean, I just know what they tell me. And yeah. as far as I knew, I'm Alex. And, you know, even Alex is kind of a, a, a bit of a spook character. Is that his real name? Is it not? Yeah. I, they kind of, <laughs> he's a really yeah. fun nugget when they reintroduced these raids and, and named him Alex Keller. Uh, gave him a last name, you know, but is that even his real name? Who knows? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've seen the Roach stuff. I've seen the Ghost stuff. I've seen joseph allen stuff oh yeah, and, Ooh, yeah. you know I, i'm like I, I i truly have no answers for anyone even if i did i couldn't oh of course possibly of course, even <laughs> at, of course. anything yeah. but, you know as far as i know uh alex is alex and hopefully he's you know canon in a way that you know might, that maybe there's a reveal i have no idea what's being planned but i just i just play it straight as as him and mm. because you know as an actor you have to play it straight anyway it doesn't matter right right you know if you're there, so there's a throwback there kind of mm -hmm. thing. So I, I love to see it. Like I said, it, the fans are passionate. They've built a really rich universe for people to really get attached to these characters. And um, and you can understand why. You know, you go watch a movie and you may love Captain America, but do you get to strap in as Captain America and do the thing against <laughs> Thanos? You don't. Yeah. You know, in these games, I can understand why there's such attachment to the character because you, you immerse yourself in that experience. It's like an interactive movie. And, um, oh, yeah. you know, I've always felt that love for characters playing video games my whole life. So it's a really fun thing to see. Yeah, especially in a, in a game like Modern Warfare 2, where you're there's so much diversity among the modes and, and mm -hmm. ways you can play. Like, you have the Spec Ops mode, you have Rage, you have Warzone, you have DMZ, you have Multiplayer. You have all these modes where you can hop in as your fan favorite characters, like Alex, like Price, and all these and all these people, where you can't really do in other video games. Mm -hmm. Um you know, uh, people can talk about the Avengers game. That, that that's very controversial game. Many yeah. people didn't really like that, but yeah, um, yeah the the diversity that MW2 gives is, I, I think, unlike anything we've yeah. seen in a Call of Duty game. Which is, it's really cool to, to give players that that experience and, and freedom um, to, to kind of do what they want. Especially since older times only had campaign, multiplayer, zombies. Right and now, it's like so yeah. beyond that. Campaign now. too. I mean, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, there's something for everyone. You know, I yeah. know people that are just love DMZ, and I'm like, I don't know that I do DMZ too much. I've even, you know, I play some resurgence so much that I don't even play the regular battle royale on the big map anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I multiplayer is not really for me, but some people only play multiplayer, you know, mm -hmm. outside of dropping the shipment for the sheer madness of it. Uh, <laughs> until oh, yeah. your brain inspires yeah. in, in Twitch. Um, <laughs> that's what I love is, you know, and I've never done zombies. I've, I've rarely ever done like ground war. But what's really cool is there's, there is something for everyone who likes first-person shooter games, and I think that um, uh, it's it's fun to see how people respond, and, and you know, they're spoiled for choice, really. Oh, yeah, you know? true. Like oh, yeah. come back around, and, and they yeah. keep coming out with more, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We used to say this all the time, like, you know, it used to be three-month gaps from, from map pack to map pack, mm -hmm. you know, in the olden days. So to me, it's like looking at where COD has gone. I've been playing <laughs> COD 4, you know, a long time ago. And to see big updates, you know, every other week and then uh, a big seasonal drop every three weeks, like that is nuts to see when you look back at kind of where we were. Um, we're certainly spoiled in, <laughs> in this generation of God. Yeah. hundred uh, percent. I mean, yeah, like like, yeah. Um, like Chad said before, you know, there's always going to be people, you know, there's always going to be controversy around updates or whatever. But I think this season three, this season three Roded update was one of the most action packed mm -hmm. updates we've gotten across all modes. Um like there's gonna be some people that you know may think lesser or higher of certain content, but in terms of you know what was added, I think there's there's something for everyone this update, and it's really something to uh, to take a step back and and look at. Oh yeah, 
no for sure for sure yeah i mean look i i have problems building my own loadouts like i depend on <laughs> like you and i'm like all right what attachments all right what's this tuning thing all about let me let me let me just be competent like let me have a decent gun that won't uh you know recoil me into respawning again and again and again so um you know i think it's really fun the way that they kind of crank some stuff here and they kind of nerf some stuff there um so you get to really play around and, and and experiment with all the incredible guns and weapons that they have to to offer mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. it's fun man i i really dig it oh, do, you, yeah. do you find the the weapon tuning system a little bit uh like too much for you at times or is just let's look up a video and we'll just tune it up or do you ever like tune tune stuff yourself or try attachments yourself or you just always go for those videos yeah, I mean, honestly, when there's when when I find something interesting, there are certain guns that I like. So when I, you know, if I can see somebody who's a pro, you know, putting a pro build on it, I'm like, well, hell yeah, you know, I'm not too proud. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and and do this. Otherwise, I'm picking up a zero attachment ground gun and and you know, getting getting fried. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I love it. I think it's great because for the hardcore players, you know, to really feel like it's your own, like I, I just think that's a really fun, unique stamp. To put on your playing experience and I, I think it's a really cool system i mean i'm lost but you know, <laughs> thank God for youtube and uh and creators like you where i can uh, get the get the hacks the the tips and the tricks mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome i think uh it's funny you mentioned dmz so you've you've hopped into it a little bit in uh, uh in yeah months. probably not even enough to talk about it that much um you know with randoms just to see what the mode was so <laughs> i haven't crazy. given it really yeah. a fair shake mm -hmm. yeah they've 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 added so much to dmz alone that it feels like its own game like yep. like the raids themselves feel like perfect co-op expansions of the campaign and then the dmz is like just dmz is building also a it has its own little story going on right now that yeah it should be hopefully anyway reconnects to the the main the main story the main overarching thing we're, we're working toward but yeah yeah, DMZ, you know, you can play on Ashika Island, you can play on even smaller maps like Building 21 and now Koshai Complex, which yeah. just got added in this update. You know, really close, condensed uh, areas for PvP. I'm not sure if that's what you're, what you're into, but it gets pretty hectic sometimes. And there's also yeah. that sense of, you know, you die, you lose everything. You got to go back and try to get it all again. DMZ is great. I'm, I'm personally a, a large fan. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely a, I mean, an I should, acquired taste, I think. Yeah. I should probably play more DMZ because... Mm -hmm. I'm meant to shoot bots. I'm not meant to try go <laughs> 20, 11 year olds. I got to be honest. So, you know, I, I probably look into it, save myself the grief. Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Yeah. With, with, with the bots though. So you said you never tried zombies much either in the past? Not that, I don't think I've ever played a zombies mode. No. Mm. Very, very cool. Yeah. Ho hopefully uh, if there's that black ops and, and mono for crossover uh, next few years, we'll hopefully see Alex fighting off against the, the undead at some point. Yeah, <laughs> well, we, awesome. we kind of saw that a little bit in, in Warzone in 1 Warzone, cycle. Yeah. yeah, when there were zombies in Verdansk for a brief amount of time, you were able to play as Alex, obviously. Mm -hmm. So there, there, there's a taste of that. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's really cool. So were you sad yeah, to see bro, Verdansk I, go away then with that nuke event? Sorry, what's up? Oh, were you sad to see Verdansk go away with that nuke event uh, a couple years ago? Oh, man. Oh, gosh, we still talk about Verdansk, everybody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and who knows? They could sur surprise us one day. I just really, you know, that was my first seminal experience. Got it. You know, with yeah. streaming and really playing and putting in, like, some hours, some fun hours playing, uh, you know, Warzone. And so Verdansk, I think, has a special place in everybody's heart for that reason. And 
you know, the jokes and the shorthand that you share with your buddies about certain things. It's uh, it's really fun, you know, and I really I miss it. But like, what a great introduction to a to a battle royale mm -hmm. game, you know, that that was so beloved. And I still I still see people all the day in the comments. Bring back Verdansk. Oh yeah, <laughs> game. Bring back Verdansk, and I just love it because it yeah. just. They really knocked it out of the park, and, and I think their other stuff is totally on par, but to kind of capture the hearts and minds out of the gate, to have people still calling for it is, uh, is just really fun to see. Yeah, we're we're luckily seeing the return of her dance in, in, in some way, shape, or form really soon with with Warzone Mobile. So mm -hmm. maybe uh, if you have any spare time, if you're in an Uber or something, <laughs> you, you got to hop back in for dance. Yeah, you you'll be able to play as Alex on Warzone Mobile now, correct? Too, yeah, uh, with the addition of the the raid. So yeah, um, yeah, that'll yeah. be great. You know, smaller. I think are they are they shorter games on mobile? That I don't know, but it still is the full map. Yeah, at least full for dance, whatever. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that was actually really fun too. Is to be a part of you know uh, uh, modern warfare and part of the, the the console PC universe. But then when they called me up to to lend the voice for Alex in, in Call of Duty Mobile, I thought that was really cool mm -hmm. too because that released that you know that reaches such a different gamer base. Oh yeah, um, all around the world, you know, global. And I still see people to this day, you know, it's got you know, so many players. Really, it's it's. it's it's mind-blowing. I had no idea it was that big and it was that popular. So uh, it's cool to see Alex kind of represented uh, over there, too. So it's fun. Oh, yeah. I haven't picked it up. I haven't played it. I just, I have to cut back. You know, I also play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. Oh. You know, I've only got so much time for my nerdy pursuits. So <laughs> I have to, I have yeah. to ration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you see the movie then? The, the Dungeons & Dragons? It just came out. It, yeah. Yeah. Me and my dad saw it. I used to play Dungeons and Dragons when I was uh when I was a kid, so um saw that. Um don't have too much time for it now and no one really to play it with, so <laughs> hey, yeah, it's a lot harder to get a D and D game going than it is to just drop in the Warzone clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. True. Yeah, that's that's great. That's great. I, I, I wish there was more time in the day too. There's so many other things to play. Like going full time in COD content has Pretty much ensured that I I go full time on COD and then obviously do stuff IRL family so and such, uh, such and such. But then uh, for other games specifically, it's 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 not been uh, it's not been easy to do that, which is fine. I, COD, COD is actually life, so that's uh, that's fine. Yeah, COD is life, baby. I need a T-shirt that says that. But oh, yeah. you're right. I, when when they dropped Wrath of the Lich King expansion and Warcraft Classic, I'm like, I gotta Ooh. do it. I gotta do it. I just gotta give myself three four months. <laughs> level, up, level a couple of characters up to max do some raids and then i'm like okay i scratched the itch i'm good that was a throwback to 10 12 years ago uh i'm gonna move on now but you know the the, the time it's hard to make the time for oh, all the yeah. fun stuff you really want to do mm -hmm. yeah no definitely where, where would you say you want to see alex go in the future right obviously you know you you've probably uh shot some material for for future seasons but without mentioning any of that uh what do you really want to see? Opinion. Yeah, personal opinion. What, what do you really want to see Alex go as a character with you know this this new narrative being told uh, in Modern Warfare? I mean, honestly, I'm 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 eager to please you know because I I don't know what they're dreaming up. I don't know where they're taking things. So you know, your job as an actor actors to show up and and make it believable. And uh, I'm just as excited like a kid in a comic book store to get you know, the new material, the new scripts to kind of get a hint of where things are going to go. So for me, it's, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's replaced Hadir more or less. 
um, since Hadir's gone rogue and and kind of yeah. did things dirty. And uh, so he's, you know, it's funny because you remember, you know, Alex meets Farah in the beginning of the campaign and Hadir is the right hand. Hadir is, you know, second in command. And now it seems like Alex has gone all in and basically become his successor yeah. more or less. So, you know, Farah and Alex are always intrinsically tied. And, you know, people also assume a lot of other things, which I see by the creative fan art out there. Oh, <laughs> which is uh, so fun to see. I just, I just love it. You know, it's just like they, they've, they've created like a far Alex love story, and it's, <laughs> it really, really makes me laugh, and and uh, it just shows how much they love these characters. So, um, yeah. you know, no, no, I mean, maybe Alex branches off at some point and works with some of the other operators, or um, uh, breaks away from the 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 far thing like i i really don't know you know i just i love where they've taken it. i love what they've created i think far is such an amazing character and oh, to yeah. have her and alex together fighting a good fight i think is such a really fun really cool dynamic mm -hmm. no it's a really good dy uh, dynamic i i definitely have seen what you're referring to as well so i, I there's some very very passionate folks out there um the character has been really well received so uh, we'll see where they, where they take that in the future. What's funny though is there's there's been rumors all over the place for the last like 10, 15 years about a Call of Duty movie. How would you feel about mm -hmm. one day uh, playing Alex in a COD movie? I mean, the actors, I mean- They already have the pe all they, the pieces of the puzzle. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> would you ever be open to that at some point in, in, if they ever do that in a few years? Oh, I mean, absolutely. You know, really, it's an incredible universe. I'd make an incredible movie. You know, these movies do well, you know, when you're talking about military movies and- um, everything else too. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to be a part of an ongoing franchise for Sony called Sniper. Yep. Um, and I've done seven of those over the last 10, 11 years. We got a new one coming out this summer. Um, so I love it. I, you know, GI Joes are my favorite toys growing up. So mm. to play a 10 soldier is bring it on. That's why Call of Duty has been such a cool experience for me is because I, I do that in TV and film and now to do it in the video game space, it's, it's kind of a really best of all worlds <clears throat> for me. So you know, the COD movie, that stuff's so above my pay grade. You know, when you start getting into these $200 million movies, it's like, they're, you know, that's, they, they might be circling the Chris Hemsworth of the world after that, and I understand why. Um, but, you know, the opportunity to do that would be incredible. Um, I don't think I could grow the mustache that Alan uh, so handsomely rocks in the game but you know they've got they've got they've got workarounds for that so yeah the CGI you know, and I, put I, that I 200 mil like, use yeah <laughs> CGI the mustache on that that's that really funny no it's it's it, it's really cool to think about where, where that can go I mean the narrative has gotten so rich the past couple years I mean it really started with Modern Warfare 19 where uh they really committed to a post-launch narrative every season and it was cool to see cold war do it vanguard then did it uh this game's doing it again in an even different way where it's not just the cinematic cutscene when you boot up the new season now it's like you go into the raids and it's like a co-op campaign i mm -hmm. mean really cool to see where that where that where that's gone so um lots of things to look forward to if you're if, if you're a story nerd but uh so you mentioned that you weren't big on multiplayer either um so are, are you primarily just into you know a lot of single player games i know i know you got into warzone but um, what were you growing up? Were you, were you just really into just single player, or, or is multiplayer something a little bit newer? Um, well, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like Call of Duty is way outside my wheelhouse. You know, as I yeah. hinted before, yeah. you know, I'm a fantasy nerd. I love D and you know, D and D. Obviously, is a different kind of a game, but it was always RPGs growing up. You mm. know, everything from 
old school, you know, Legend of Zelda and all the Super Nintendo offerings there, Final Fantasy, Secret of Mana. Um, you know, I can't even remember all the RPGs that I've played, you know, over the course of my, my gaming life. Um, but that's, that's always been my taste. I played Warcraft on and off for like 10, 12 years, um, before I kind of let that one go. But, um, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's my sense sensibility, you know, I mean, you can just look behind me. I've got a, we got a nerd shelf here with D and D manuals, and <laughs> Conan the Barbarian, and Red Sonia, and you know, <laughs> and there's like Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, Super Nintendo thing, which is one of my all-time favorite RPGs uh, of, of ever, and I beat it like 13 times. So, um, you know, COD is something totally different for me. Yeah, um, I, I love it just the same, but the, you know, my sensibility has always been you know fantasy and knights and medieval stuff and really cool and, and things like that. Mm. Yeah, the new Zelda just came out last night. Are you gonna are you gonna hop into that one? I think it was last night. You know, I've never really, I've never really gotten. You know, I think it stopped really at Super Nintendo for me. You yeah. know, I'm just kind of like Zelda one, Nintendo Zelda two, Nintendo, and then Super Nintendo Zelda. And I know some of the other games are incredible. Uh, I just never played them because I'm like, you know, once you've had the best, you're like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So doesn't mean I won't. But I like to revisit the old nostalgic ones the the most. No, that's fair. That's fair. Did you did you build your own PC for uh, some of the newer games? Uh, or are you on console? Dear Lord, no. Uh, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. If you <laughs> trust me for that. Uh, I have a this is HP Omen that uh, you know when I upgraded uh, last year or whatever else, or, and uh, just kind of went with something that was built for gaming and editing and this and that or whatever. And uh, yeah, she served me really well. You know, no real, oh, no real issues and no real um, problems with it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm not, a, I'm not so techy that I could maybe assemble my own. <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust that uh, that would turn out very well. No, that's 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 definitely great. I think uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not on the super tech savvy side either when it comes to PC. I just moved to PC about a year ago. Before that, I was primarily PlayStation for the longest time. I know he, you were on PC for. A lot longer than I was. Yeah, I didn't uh, have a good PC until I until I built my own. But yeah, PC, yeah. it's definitely nerve wracking when you when you're trying to build something like that. So I don't blame you uh, for for not building yeah. one. It's definitely yeah. definitely gets scary. One wrong move and you know you're down a few thousand dollars. So. <laughs> <laughs> not fun. Yeah, not fun. that's definitely not for, not for the faint of heart. I actually have a buddy in chat. Uh, his name's Caden. His YouTube name is Taco. Though he is really into theater um loves writing so any tips for anybody out there uh transpiring to be uh, uh somebody in that space or somebody wants to voice act um people that want to get into the industry yeah i mean I, i've been doing this for you know knock on wood 17 years you know mm -hmm. 15 years something like this uh since I, I i booked my very first film so it's it's a hustle man it's a grind you know what, what i always tell people is Figure out why, you know, I think whys are important, you know, obviously you guys are passionate about gaming and COD and everything else too. And, you know, but, but then to create a YouTube channel as a whole, they're animal, as you guys know. Mm. So if you don't have a strong why, if you haven't developed that kind of passion and that drive and kind of that purpose of keeping you on point, showing up every day, you know, with the editing and the grinding and the ideas and everything else too it's you know you're going to fall off the trail mm -hmm. so you know i get hit up a lot by people um with similar questions and i really like to turn it back on them 
and say, you know, you do the work, get clear for yourself, understand that, you know, develop your powerful whys of why you want to do it, because that's what it's going to take if you're going to grind it out and hopefully hit the levels of achievement that you want, you know, and everything else you can kind of figure out practically, you know, where do I want to live? Who am I going to study and train with? Um, how can I keep learning and adding to my, to my skills? Who's out there that I can meet and learn from? Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's leveling up each sort of step, but I think a lot of people get enamored by what we do and they, they leave out the most important part, which is why do you want to do it? Why do you want to be an actor? Why do you want to be a writer? Um, and without that, you see them unfortunately wash out and you see them mm. not be able to stick to this because maybe the dream wasn't so strong or the goals wasn't wow. so strong. So I always encourage people to start there. Mm-hmm. And and when that thing is just unshakable, then you move forward, and none of it's going to feel like work, as you guys know. True. You love that's something, true. it never feels like work. Yeah, what a powerful so, answer. That, yeah, I was. That's that's my general myself. advice. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate that. I mean, it, same goes for content creation, whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. I mean, passion has to come first. I feel like a lot of people, um, maybe in some cases, think they have the passion, but it's like you really gotta gotta apply yourself and, and give it a shot and. And working through the ups and downs too, because there's going to be slow months. There's going to be weird times here and there where something doesn't perform as great. I mean, it could go for anything. It doesn't have to be even videos or streams, but in any industry, I mean, it's all about just writing the life. Yeah, that's the way. And I had the years, you know, obviously, you know, pandemic year aside where no actors worked at all, basically. Um, You know, I've had years where you're coming off a great year and then you don't work for a year. And it's just, it's, it's, you see people quit and throw in the towel and sometimes they just have to because they're just trying to survive um but you have that strong why you have that that purpose-driven approach to the the career in the industry it'll keep you going you know Mm -hmm. like you say and the exhausted times and the down times and the tired times and the disappointing times uh, and that's kind of the resiliency you have to have especially if you're going to get in this line of work because everyone thinks they want it and there's there's a lot more actors than there are jobs <laughs> so, <laughs> oh yeah uh, oh yeah you know the economics are not in your favor if you look at the economic model but uh, it's possible i showed up to los angeles never acted a day in my life and oh now i get to uh, play some you know digitally mustachioed <laughs> hero in, in video games mostly well liked by all so it's really yeah. um it's possible you know and i like to inspire people about the possibility mm-hmm. um but uh you know do do the work on yourself first and make sure that uh, you're going to be able to keep yourself on point on the journey because it's all about the journey you oh, know mm-hmm. as, oh, as you guys know it's all about the journey you guys are sitting on six figure subs right now but <laughs> i'm sure you can reflect fondly even back in your 5k subs days oh, yeah. you know oh, I mean? yeah. it's about the journey yeah. Oh yeah, no. The really with the journey, it's been the people we've met along the way. I mean, it was probably a cliche statement, but but seriously, it it, it was. I was at what maybe less than ten k when I, when I met. You're at, uh, I think you're at one point two thousand. What? Okay. Oh, even <laughs> even smaller than. Can't even remember. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It it was it, it was awesome. Just it's been it's been an absolute honor to. Uh, have met so many other creators and like-minded, passionate people uh, to now, you know, have a good relationship with the studio and to help promote new content. I mean, it, it's really all come full circle and, and it's, been, it's been a really, really fun, fun experience so overall with, with the content. I mean, also just with with the mission of, of my channel specifically with covering all modes as equal as possible. It's been cool to kind of dive into different parts of the community, people that have, you know, different interests, but in the same game. I mean, it's been, mm-hmm. it's been su- such a wild ride. Which I feel like uh, you can only do that with Call of Duty. There's not another game you can do that with. Right. Yeah. 
Right. That's another cool thing too, is that COD offering that diversity is definitely uh, something unique uh, amongst mm-hmm. the industry. But uh, before I forget, you mentioned with the pandemic, right? Obviously, th- things were tough for everybody, but for for somebody acting, I mean, were, were there any opportunities where they were able to like maybe ship you a mic to the house and then you were able to do some remote work or was it or was it that, uh, was it that rough at, at that time where like you had to yeah. actually be in person? Oh, great question. I, um, you know, we, we shot that whole thing out, you know, we were done by summer of 2019. The game dropped at the end of that year. Yeah. And then the world changed early the next year. So we were, we were free and clear, you know, even when I did season three, you know, the intro are there when, um, Alex kind of emerges and and saves ghost bacon. Um, you know, I had done that on the stage before the pandemic hit just before. And wow. so it was, um, you know, the photo shoot and everything that I did with the, the Ronin operator, Tulam, up in Utah with the TAC gas guys, all, all the promos and the cards and stuff. We had shot all that just before uh, the pandemic hit. So we were pretty wow. lucky. And I know that, I mean, I think, you know, what's, what's interesting is, you know, with Black Ops, uh, Cold War and everything else too, and, and even part of Vanguard, it's like, these guys filmed during a pandemic. Yep. And yeah. acting in particular, filming is something where, you know, it's not mask friendly and right. it's very difficult to pull off. And, you know, there, there might be a lot of criticism about these games and whatever else, but they they, they did the impossible. Like oh. they literally did the impossible. You know, it's it's a collaborative experience. But now you have actors filming from their homes by themselves yeah. with no co-stars and none of this. Like it's a miracle any of those games oh, got made. Man. It's a testament to those studios for powering through and finding a way because it would have been easier to fold and save the money and save the hassle and this and that, <laughs> whatever. But they tried to get the fans something new. Uh, you know, and, and they did it during impossible times. So oh. we were lucky that we just dodged that that bullet. But the games that came after, um, you know, they, they had to slog through it. And cool. I don't know how the hell they did it, but my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're, we're huge fans of, of Black Ops Cold War as well. It's like all the odds were also stacked against that game. It's just incredible to see how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we spoke to uh, Damon Victor uh-huh. Allen, who's the voice actor of Woods in, in Cold War. We had him mm-hmm. on the podcast before, too. He had mentioned that process too of just how insane it was to not have co-stars filming a big scene, no yeah. director on set. I mean, and then to see where the cutscene, you know, what that evolved into. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> it's yeah. like, how did that happen? It's just it, it's beautiful. You know, huge props to the studio for pulling that off. I mean, I can't even imagine you know that transition from doing something that you know could be industry standard and then now everything changes. Mm. So they completely. <laughs> strip the fundamentals mm-hmm. of how they film and oh man that's that's absolutely beautiful to see uh yeah they did with for that. sure and i i know we're kind of coming up on some time here because yep. i got a commitment i got to get yep. to but i i don't know if you take questions from the chat or whatever I, I was trying to answer some before we got cranking oh yeah um so i can definitely make a little bit extra time if if uh some people had some other questions not to cut off your guys's questions mm-hmm. your questions not at all great yeah i mean i i mean i got a question yeah. um by the way do you have uh you, you have both your legs in real life, right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I do. <laughs> All right, just just making sure, you never know. Lucky. To, um, lucky. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely blessed. Yeah, feel free chat. Any any uh last minute last minute comments, questions, concerns. Uh, typically with the pod, you know, we do stream it live, but we'll we'll if it's on topic, we'll we'll usually dive into them. But um we absolutely love answering as many questions mm-hmm. as possible. Can't always get to everybody, but um there's some there's one from from Matthew. Uh 
asking about General Shepard going off the grid with Shadow Company. I guess, obviously, you can't say much, but if you want to give your thoughts on kind of that plot twist from the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, Shepard uh, going rogue, are, are you a fan of how it kind of like uh, retold that story a little bit since that was a similar story beat from the original uh, Modern Warfare 2? Yeah, I mean, I caught up with all that sort of stuff peripherally. Um, I'm no expert on it. Obviously, I was not a part of, of yeah. that. So um, I, I love to just kind of have a general sense of what what happened, what transpired, you know, kind of where these storylines are. Um, but I think what's really convenient for me and Alex is like, Alex is over there doing his thing. So it's really, he may not even know. That may be above his pay grade sort of thing, right? That may right. have nothing to do with him and what he's focused on and, and everything else too so it's a convenient cop-out too <laughs> it's like none of my business kind of thing captain price will handle it <laughs> i'm sure that's his deal absolutely fantastic oh how do you rate fellow voice actor bradley cooper's rocket i'm sure you've seen guardians of the galaxy that's, that's a cool one Oh, dude, Rocket. Like, how do you not love Rocket? You know? <laughs> I, just, yeah. I, love, I can't wait to see G, uh, GG3. I, I'm, I'm going to go very, very soon and watch it because they, they've been one of my one of my favorite Marvel franchises over the past uh, several years to, to go and watch. So I can't wait to see it. But I think oh, yeah. he knocks it out of the park. He, what a talented actor, man. And really, what what can't that dude got? What what can't that guy do? <laughs> uh, great question. Oh, yeah. A great <laughs> question from our buddy Harrison. Thoughts on how to break into the game audio or game studio space, excuse me, how to network to get those breakthrough connections in game development. That's a really cool question. Man, that is, that is also very outside my, my wheelhouse. It's hard for me to wrap my tiny peanut brain about, <laughs> you know, around the massive scope of these studios and, and collaborations. And I mean, just thousands, like thousands and thousands and thousands of developers, designers, I, directors, writers, like it's it's unbelievable. You know these massive, massive teams, this army of people. I really have no idea how to get into that end of of things. You know, and I I've been asked this before. You know, can you you know talk to Activision about this? And can you do? I'm like, I don't have any idea. You know, yeah. unban me in Warzone, please. Are. Yeah, like yeah. I don't have their ear. Trust me. You know, it's it's like like I'm an actor. You know, they could swap me out for another actor. I'm just a cog in the in the machine. You know, and I'm grateful for the yeah. chance to be a part of the cog. But at the same time, I certainly don't grind the gears. You know, so it's really <laughs> I'd love to be more helpful. Unfortunately, uh, it truly is you know above my pay grade, and you know I, I just I take my marching orders, and then I I happily report to set and, uh, and make. <laughs> No, that's amazing though. It, it, I mean, the industry, you know, no matter what what side people are on, it it it's always a tough thing to break into. But you know, keep on putting yourself out there. Get get, get that that resume yeah. going. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, social media is an important tool. Um, will Chad be at COD Champs? Will love if, if Chad was at COD Champs. Uh, June, I believe it's 18th in Vegas. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, I know you're not much of a multiplayer guy, but no, that, that would be cool if one day they. Um, but is this? Actors. What was that? There's some convention. This is uh, like it, a gaming. Trailer? It's like the, so, the like the Super Bowl for uh, the competitive Call of Duty scene. Call of Duty yeah. scene, yeah. Oh, wow. Esports, okay. yeah. So once a year, though, or once know. a year, they'll do a champs. But uh, there's typically in-person events like every, every every month or whatnot. But no, that that'd be cool if one day the studio kind of brought all the actors together for for mm -hmm. a convention of sorts, like instead of a comic con, like a uh, cod con, a, a cod con, yeah. <laughs> a gamer con of, of sense. That'd be cool to see. That'd be cool three, to see. I love it. 
I love. I mean, I love San Diego Comic Con. It's one of my favorite oh, things yeah. that I've on and off for 15 years being out in Los Angeles. But we did um, me and Martin Copping, who played uh, Lucas Riggs from Vanguards, and uh, my buddy Jeff Teravainen. He did. Uh, he's in Rainbow Six. Sam Fisher. Mm. Um, we got invited to go out to EGX in London, Electronic Gaming Expo, it was the first yeah. one they had their pandemic. So we got to go Ooh. out to London. They had, you know, a big setup because uh, Modern Warfare 2 was was in beta. So we got to play that and uh, some multiplayer with people. And, and we got to shake hands and meet lots of cool gamers that were excited about the game coming out, do a, like wow. a Q&A panel. I love it, man. I, I, I love being able to interact with. And this is why YouTube, Twitch, this is why streaming is so great. Because you can just have that community, have that outreach, answer the questions, interact with people in a way but um doing it in in real life and real person is always one of my favorite things and so i mean you know stuff like you're talking about just to go like i would just go as a fan i just watch <laughs> oh, yeah. slaughter each other and uh try to take furious notes and <laughs> oh, <man>. place bets <laughs> play some bets yeah i mean i i love how you put that because uh the biggest reason i do what i do as well for content and and because also speak for for Fajari on this is really community. I mean, it, it's not about you know the editing or the streaming, but it's just the, the community aspect of of all of it is amazing. You know, meeting some fantastic people and seeing the passion and and having deep conversations with, with folks that you would have never met if if mm, you weren't yeah. doing what you're doing. I mean, it's 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 the best part of it all. Um, yeah, totally agree. Oh yeah, totally like said in chat, chase your dreams because they can't chase you. Oh yeah, there it is. There we go. There it is. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of a lot of praise for you in chat. You know, people you oh, know, yeah. saying uh, amazing character and you know all sorts of stuff. So <laughs> don't miss those messages in chat. There's there's a, a lot of praise for you there, but lots of love. Cool. Yeah, they're I mean, very kind. I, I mean, look, I, I it's it's very kind. You know, mm -hmm. it, to see the feedback on Alex is just you know warms the old ticker. It's really cool, you know. And and like I said, originating that character, like I don't have nearly as much pressure on me. You know, as as the actors who play Ghost or the actor who plays Captain Price, mm. like I don't have that pressure mm. on me. You know, I get to make Alex an OG American original. You know, and oh, I yeah. also think that's one of the interesting things why Alex maybe resonates, uh, at least here where we live, is uh, you know, there's not a lot of American operators, and I I, sure. I was very excited about Alex, you know, originating, you know, from America and being a, you know involved in the U.S. military, CIA, because I just thought like, oh, this is gonna be fun. Because for for the gaming base, at least in the U.S., this is going to be really cool for them because it's mostly been focused on you know what British SAS and other kind of operators yeah. from around the world. And mm -hmm. yep, it, it was kind of cool to represent America, you know, in America. that in that. Place. <laughs> so it's cool to see Alex uh, resonating for that reason and, and many more. It's really very very cool to see. It's what you hope to do, you know, as an oh, actor, yeah. you hope mm -hmm. to create something that. That, that people respond to and people appreciate because we appreciate the opportunity to, to do it and bring it to everybody. No, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see. I mean, thank you so much for mm -hmm. not only popping in chat the other day with, with, with that surprise, but also making time for, for the podcast today. Seriously, it means the world. Yeah. Um, happy we got to have you on, let you share your story. Um, and super excited to see where the narrative goes. I mean, mm -hmm. it's getting richer and richer each season. But yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, I'm we, uh, excited for episode four. I can't oh, wait yeah. to see what happens. Woo! Yeah, with my dear, oh, what's man. he gonna do? 
Yeah, hopefully. You know, he uh, already captured Alex once, apparently, and spared him. Is he going to be yeah. so lean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, don't man. Really good for him. Yeah. Please don't kill Alex. If anyone's watching, please don't kill Alex, man. We need, our, we need our original characters. Don't kill our boy. <laughs> Too funny. Yeah, guys, thanks so much. It was such a pleasure mm -hmm. to, uh, to pop in the chat yesterday. Yeah. GG's on the uh, episode three clear. It's funny because I popped in just as you were talking about Alex, and I was like, oh, this oh, is yeah. Fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect timing. Oh, man. Really. It was really cool. I'm like I gotta, I gotta say some howdies here and uh, and everything else too. So I'm, I'm really glad it led to this. You guys, mm -hmm. you guys rock. I'd love to get some games in with you and maybe do a, sure. a stream 100%. with you, a co-stream with you, whatever's, whatever's your pleasure. And um, everybody in chat, thank you for the kind words. Thanks for the excellent questions. Uh, super cool. Hope you all got Alex unlocked. And um, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, yeah. keep him off the ground. When I play as Alex, there's Alex bodies everywhere. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I don't treat my boy well. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah, not you know, my uh, fault. Amazing conversation. Hopefully you can put a, a good word in for us. Do the uh, the other uh, members of 141. Hopefully we can get them on someday. That would be amazing. That would be awesome to talk to them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, you know, it's 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 been fun. I think I think a few of them would be open to it, you know. The, the thing is, like, not a lot of them play, you know. Sure. And, and, sure. Um, so they might be so lost on on some of the other stuff, but um, yeah, you know, look, I'll spread the word and 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 take some temperatures here next time I I see him, and uh, you know, hopefully we can send some more fantastic operators your way, and and uh, you can have a good chat with them. Much love, Chad. We'll put your your Twitch in chat as well. Is your is your Twitch channel just Chad Collins or uh, Chad Michael Collins? Chad yeah, Twitch.tv/slash/ChadMichaelCollins. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's really fun to stream. I'm I'm casual. I go maybe three four nights a week. That's and uh, awesome. you know try to do a big player stream where I where I grab people in chat and we all squat up and have a blast together, as well. And you know fledgling YouTube content creator trying to put my fun stuff on acting and Call of Duty on on the YouTube too. So um, I literally just posted my uh, my my raid three adventure that I did yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Um, so I did it. I unlocked my boy and I put the video up there because <laughs> I, my approach is my skills are average, but we have fun and, and it's, it's a clown show. So I like to make it entertaining. Uh, that's what I got. Come, come, come for the laughs. Don't come for the, uh, the gameplay. Oh yeah. That, uh, that's fantastic. Thank you so much again, Chad. We will definitely be in touch. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you. Such, such pleasure guys. Have a, have a good weekend. You too. You too. You too. All right. Later. Later. That's awesome. Holy. What a, what a great guy. <laughs> awesome. I just love the fact that there are some actors that that really play the game a lot. I mean, it's cool talking to them. You know, their experience from filming the content versus playing the content. That, that's always such a cool dynamic. Um, thank you, chat, for, for all that love as well. Um, we'll still go through a few more topics uh, while yep. we're live here. But um, Check off my uh, headphones now. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not going to use those right now. Um, but... Wow, that, that that was awesome. Um, you just never know. Like, like I said earlier, like you never know who's watching when you're streaming. Yeah. That that's just is the craziest thing we just happened to run into him. But uh, <laughs> it happened so fast too. It was like as update, we were beating it, update on Wednesday. Yeah, and then you know have him on the pod. Perfect timing too. Amazing. Yeah. That, no, that, that was a great conversation. That, I really that was that. that was fantastic, dude. That was fantastic. I mean, thoughts on just the ridiculous grind the past few days. How are oh, you feeling about the mid season? I mean, I yesterday we're, I was on zero sleep as well. I mean, you were on like a couple hours. I was on. It's not even one. Yeah, we we, uh, we pretty much pulled a, an all nighter uh, yeah. on on Wednesday Wednesday night. Yeah, um, because there was so much to cover, there was so much to record, so much to find and, and get guides out on. So we were really uh, grinding yeah. that night. I mean, I, I was up till probably about 
four four thirty. Yeah. Um, and you were up later than that. <laughs> You're up way later than that. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so yeah. so the next day we were like there wasn't an upload yesterday because we were just outside all day. We're like we need to get outside. We need to. We need to do some something. Air. Well, yeah. there was well, technically wasn't upload. It was at noon, one o'clock. Oh, te yeah. Technically speaking, but that was done. It was on done the prior. Elevator, yeah, yeah. It was uh, certainly a grind, chat. I appreciate all your support, chat, on on these videos. It, it was probably, I think, one of the biggest challenges to. We could probably swap to the the big. We, big one now, right? I, I won't for real. I'll tell you after stream why. Is oh. stuff, OBS is. Oh, OBS. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, OBS. Uh, with how much got added to raids and DMZ. Finding that balance with both of them mm -hmm. was certainly a challenge because you can't do everything. I mean, yep. you played a huge part in filming the <laughs> filming a lot of the DMZ content while I was working on the raids. And then, oh, oh, dude. Yeah, that, the, the, I, I'm looking at this video. So we have the, the How to Find Koshi Complex, the Free Rewards video, the Weapon Case, the Veteran Raid, and then the All Six Attachment Locations. Yeah. Th those oh. two DMZ videos, the Weapon Case one and the, um, the Heated Madness Booper run. Those would have not gone out if I wasn't playing, playing literally right in front of you, <laughs> yeah. recording all the gameplay flawlessly. Because yeah. obviously right. I'm DMZ legend, like I'm best DMZ player. Oh, um, yeah. but yeah, this it was it was a crazy grind. But I know we got some uh, stuff to to still to cover. Um, but yesterday we just needed to take a step back and lots of yeah. No, yesterday was huge to just breathe some air, touch some grass. Um, yeah, absolutely insane. I will put. Uh, Chad Michael Collins' Twitch channel in chat right now. Definitely drop him a follow, show him some love. It's it's just crazy. I mean, because he was like, oh, I'm more of a casual streamer, but three, four times a week. That's still a lot of streams a week, dude. That's still a lot that, of... That's sometimes more than full-time streamers, that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some full-time streamers don't... Uh, almost don't stream as much. But also, before I forget, uh, before we kind of get deep into, into Reloaded and whatnot, um, we just announced our partnership with a brand new drink. Won't be promoting G Phil anymore. Um, Sly, I believe it is really the drink of the future. Uh, Sly is the opposite of any drink that gets you cracked, gets you woken up and, and, and juiced, whether it's Red Bull, whether it's whatever. Uh, you can use code Dynamite Bogo to get one item, uh, or to when you buy one item and you get another one 50% off using that code on Sly's website. It's a brand new drink. Um, we're very close friends with the CEO of the company. He will be promoting it a lot more this summer. He'll actually be at Cod Champs, which is insane. Um, and your neck pillow somewhere over there, but. Uh, Sly is absolutely, it's, it's such a cool invention, honestly. The, Just, the neck pillow is MIA. I don't the know ne the neck pillow, yeah, it's, some, it's somewhere over here. But um, Sly is a drink you want to go to consume when you're done grinding content or playing or sweating. It, it, it'll really help wind you down. Uh, so it's an honor to, to be amongst one of the first creators to go ahead and, uh, and promote the drink. But uh, yeah, they got a couple flavors right now with more coming this summer. Um, made by doctors, nutritionists. And they had a bunch of content creators go on a lab to help make the drink as well. So um, definitely check out Sly uh, whenever you guys do get a chance. But with Reloaded, um, how do you feel about them dropping all that in one day? Should they have spread it out a little bit, a little bit more with the DMZ, the raids, or was it cool to just kind of just jump, you know, drop it all, and then we're we're kind of good with content for weeks, as it seems. Yeah, I mean, I, I was not expecting them for them to drop DMZ, the DMZ stuff on the update on the update day because right. in the right. past when they had a new large map like that, they waited a few days, uh, like building twenty one. So we weren't really expecting the DMZ stuff to be live because of the way it was worded in the blog post. Right. So that's kind of uh, it. Kind of caught us by surprise when you know the, the raid wasn't even live when it was supposed to be. 
Uh, it wasn't working for most people. DMZ, we didn't really know what was going on with that. So we knew we knew Wednesday was an update day, but we didn't know really what yeah. was going to be working or what was going to be live. So yeah, yeah, very um, very hectic day. Very hectic. Yeah. No, certainly. Very, very I, I mean, I I try my best. I know there was a crater call with the studio a good like was it a week ago. Um, that call was really catered towards just Warzone ranked. I wasn't able to squeeze in questions about DMZ, Coastal Complex, or, or the raids all that much. I did try, but uh, the call had to remain ranked focused, which is totally cool. So it's kind of a surprise seeing what dropped uh, the other day. Yeah. I, I mean, now we actually know the answer to a big question that I think most people were asking about Coastal Complex. Why was it marketed as multiple things? It went from map to exclusion zone experience experience update now it's play space expansion play space and there might have been a few other terms and we're like wait a second some of those terms were used for ashika some were used for building 21 what is this map i mean something you pointed out perfectly last week by the way i can't believe you've been here for a week i don't know where the time went but uh, i i was shocked when you you kind of threw this point out there if Coastal Complex is just a point of interest update for all Mazra, how would you really have time if you don't spawn close to it to yeah. get there, explore, do what you have to do, and then go back to all Mazra before the circle collapses in? How does that make sense? And what do you know? You have to find it from all Mazra. You have to find the map in all Mazra underground, but it throws you to a new server. Yeah. That's something that Cobb really hasn't done much of. Only example on top of my head is when Verdansk 84, or, or yeah, Verdansk 84 blew up. Oh, no, I said it backwards. Regular Verdansk blew up, and it threw you into a match of new Verdansk yeah. 84. Um, how do you feel about that system with the way they... they... You know, I feel like Building 21 should have had the same system. Um, because I feel like Building 21 was it was more heavily marketed around this being in Almazra. Uh, but maybe the... Because everyone thought it was going to be, oh, something under Almazra, we go... And or just an extra there. building added, like... You know, yeah, that's what that's what I, that's what everyone thought it was. So it kind of seems like uh, the complex is more of like accurately depicting what Building Twenty One was marketed as initially. Yeah, but yeah, DMZ has always been weird with dancing around marketing terms and, and just not being front with what it actually is. I don't know why they do that with DMZ specifically only. Um, but I mean, the the way that you get into the complex is something I did not think they were going to do. Yeah, um, because I I think. You can literally play an entire match in Almazra and then go to one of those bunker entrances and be. You can literally be in game for an hour straight. That's yeah. Because imagine if also imagine if the storm's collapsing in, you're nowhere near an Xville, but you happen to be by one of the entrances to Koshai Complex, so you can I use that as an escape goat. Yeah, I'm pr I'm pretty sure that, that is how 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 it'll you get thirty work. minutes in there. It's a, you get you get more time in there than you do Building Twenty One, which shows you how big it is in there. Yeah. Um, they really want Twenty One is live again today. I have to hop in and do a con and do a faction mission. Actually, probably sometime today. I yeah. gotta drop off something in a dead drop. But yeah, um, very cool, very cool update. Different. I mean, yeah, they actually went ahead and dropped an intel drop. I love that they they've continued doing intel drops even though the game's out already. That was something more they that they were throwing out uh, prior to release. But they finally released an intel drop about it. I just think the marketing. Should have been a little bit more extensive, especially for how big of an update this is. We we've been saying, you know, every big DMZ update, we're always like, oh, look how big this update is. You know, blah 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 blah. This one is certainly the biggest. This is ridiculous, uh, in, in in every good way possible. I mean, I, I really wish they would have just labeled it. You know, new map dropped like a small teaser snippet trailer, like and, and then like post this on the weekend or something. Yeah, some little some that little weekend part of everything. Yeah, 
Um, and like, like I said, there's so much to do because there really is. I mean, where do you even start, really? I mean, first off, the four different bunker entrances alone, that's worth knowing. When you get into those entrances, there's a little challenge slash puzzle you have to do to then yep. get to the main area of Coastline Complex where PvP is taking place and you have night vision goggles. And then after you get through that, then there's an opportunity to go to some of the spaces to fight the two bosses and to get your weapon cases. This is... And on top of that, the weapon modification system. I mean, I, I brought this up in my video yesterday. You know how everyone's been asking about weapon vaults? Where are those? Are they bringing more back? I think the modification system is actually a solution for that. Because you kind of lose the value of a weapon vault now if you were to release one of those now. I mean, it takes a long time to make one of those. But you think about it, what's really the point? The point of the original one was that you can use a decked out weapon maxed out during it's, a beta yeah, window. Yeah, exactly. But now it's like... Maybe that, a, that loses its novelty. It does. And it, I feel like now, the way they did the modification system, is kind of a solution to that where you could essentially have these exclusive attachments that you can use, you know, individually. But then you put them together, it'll make a cool blueprint. I feel like that isn't that like a perfect way to handle the vault system now. Which hopefully are easier to make than the vaults. I'm sure they are. Uh, yeah, you know, I, it's um, the optic you get for this heated mess one is, is a pretty good optic, I think, anyway. Yeah. Um, which can be applied on pretty much almost any weapon. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, but something that, uh, that was just figured out is that the shopkeeper, if you actually get, you know, it's a it's a legendary buy machine inside the uh, complex. If you bring a i believe it's an alpha board and a employee handbook and you you put it in the dead drop in the complex right beside that shopkeeper buy station there's actually a uh a cosmetic there's three cosmetics you can buy in there right where you can trade for really high value things to actually get those cosmetics and their yeah. permanent rewards one of them is a weapon screen the same style as that blueprint and the cool thing about oh the cool so thing, it matches the collection who yeah, posted that by the way um, it, uh, it'll be, I don't know. It'll be anywhere. Um, people start posting it everywhere, but yeah, the, the cool thing about that specific weapon screen is that, what does it do again? It, it's, it takes all of the cash in your backpack or accumulates the value of your backpack and puts it on that weapon screen. So you don't have to calculate anything. So you know how much yeah. money you'll have at any time. I just pulled oh, this tool. Yeah. So it's going to say, it's going to say right there. So gun screens oh. that allows you to that gun screen that shows the total value of items and cash in your backpack. Wow, which is pretty cool. Wow. But the interesting thing is to note here. So you have goldfish that you have to trade for in Ashika Island. You have a bunker eleven key card you have to get from building twenty one. What is bunker eleven? We have no idea. And then bunker they, eleven was the Verdansk. Uh, that was the, that was the name of the Verdansk bunker when the first Easter egg they added to that. Huh. We're gonna we're we're gonna have to hop in B twenty one today and Yeah, there's uh, a lot to look at, man. There's a lot to look at. Yeah, but that, that gun screen really cool. that gun screen's cool. I like how this system is pretty much what everybody was asking for it to be at the menu, like the main menu, but it's cool that we have this like in game. You go into a certain map, you know, for a certain purpose, whether it's faction missions, PvP, but then you also have these rewards that you can look look and work towards. Yeah, you uh, you literally need a secure backpack for these things. Yeah, DM DMZ is is uh, you know, it sounds funny to say, but DMZ has changed forever. Uh, every single update and, changes forever. Every single every, every single update. I mean, yeah, there's so much. There's so much we haven't even like looked at yet, and, and we've we've done a lot, and we still haven't done everything. Um, it's easy, it's the biggest reloaded update I think they've they've ever done. Um, seriously, that that is that is incredible. What what they've done with this is is yeah. So Alunzi Build Twenty One takes place after a blown up for dance. That's the thing, right? Maybe it's not in Almazar. We just really don't know where that map takes place, but. Um, 
so many things got added, man. It's it's actually crazy. What, what do you think is going to happen to DMZ, though, with... I mean, we'll get into this later, but with the new Call of Duty coming out, do you think we're going to get, like, a second year of proper support, or will it just kind of remain as is after Season 5 or 6 of, of Modern Warfare 2? I don't know. Only time will tell about that. Um, Warzone 2 is packaged as Battle Royale and DMZ. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that makes me to believe that they will update it throughout the years because um, they'll be updating Warzone 2.0, yeah. which includes Battle Royale and DMZ, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we don't really know what's going to happen with that. If they decide to go a, a zombie's route, if they decide to go one way or another, we don't know yet. I, I would I really love for them to keep updating it, though, because it's, it's really... It's a completely different game than what it was when it when it launched in Season 1. And you know what that reminds me of exactly? Outbreak, Outbreak baby. Outbreak. Yeah. That's why it's like, you know, for sandbox modes like those, it's okay to play them when they come out and to critique it and be like, hey, I like this about it, but it's lacking here, here, here. But for modes like that, I feel like you really are going to want to revisit it with every major season. And I recommend that highly for folks that maybe already made up their mind that, oh, this, you know, it's not a mode for me, not a mode for me. With multiplayer, it's a bit different, right? If you don't like the multiplayer from the get-go, no amount of maps or weapons will probably make you like it. But sandbox modes like Outbreak DMZ... They're, to they're totally different game modes and experiences after a couple seasons of content. I mean, I don't think, I don't think people have realized that yet, though, about DMZ. I, people, are, people are catching on to it, but Outbreak, people figure that out, like, you know, especially during Vanguard. It's like, wow, Outbreak from launch season six was not the same mode at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, absolutely crazy to look at. But um, I need to go grab a drink. My throat is, is extremely dry. Um, kind of give your thoughts on how extensive the, the parts were. For the swap modification, like having to go through little side quests for each part, do you feel like that is a better route to go than just a hey, walk here and pick up part and then extract? I mean, give your thoughts yeah, on that. You know, then, the, uh, the, the heated madness blueprint is definitely an anomaly that we've never seen in in Call of Duty at all. <laughs> so to get it in DMZ is something um, really in depth that I, I was personally not expecting we would get. Um, so basically, how to get this heated madness blueprint is for the cast off seven six two, I believe. And you have to find five attachments, but there's six unlocks. There's six unlocks in the menu. The final one is just being able to use the full blueprint. Um, you have to find these five attachments, and they're in random areas of Koshi Complex. Uh, I, I don't want to fully explain the, the steps to get to each one because the, the video is playing on screen. If you guys want to actually uh, figure it out and and see an actual step-by-step -step guide, there's a DK uploaded one. It's his most recent upload, but. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, borderline tedious challenges to do that, especially for the underbarrel and the... Well, it's the underbarrel and the muzzle are the hardest ones. Those ones, you have to get into the alpha cluster area yeah. by finding an, an another jumper cable and car battery. Right. And then you have to do crazy puzzles. You need an R4D to look at chalkboards and stuff. Really, really tedious challenge. I'm very curious to see... Uh, the percentage of people that will actually go through and doing that. Yeah. Um, it seems like there what there is a decent amount of, of hype around it because it is something so new and, and so prestigious to have. Right. But right. I think it's a all in all a great addition. It may, it, it was definitely hard to get. I mean, I personally have it because DK, I, that's what the gameplay used uh, in his videos when I was going through and doing it while he was editing all the videos that you guys enjoyed before that. Yeah. But it's a great i think it's it's great i, I wanted to see that do that more I, I would like for them to to go back and add new weapon cases and new uh weapon modifications, weapon modifications yeah, to, to maps. Yeah. Amaz, amazra ashika and, and even building 21 let's get a building 21 
Uh, there's enough space to spread out like five, six parts, and then maybe they don't have to be as extensive or just tedious put, as just put the... one. Just put one in each uh, locked room. True. That's it. Done. That's right. Grab one. We wipe the whole lobby real quick, and it's grabbable in one game. You can get all the parts in a single game because you can grab more than one part per yeah. match if you if you want to, you know, take it that far. But um, I'm just, I'm just in awe how the blog really doesn't talk much about Kosai Compass. And you know, I I want to say this. I'm not mad that they didn't market it more. I just wish that some things were made clearer so that there wasn't as much confusion. That, that's my critique for the DMZ marketing. I love that they didn't even tease, you know, about the weapon modification or anything like that. We figured out the main menu when we saw, you know, go to the challenge menu, you can see all the rewards and whatnot. I like that they kind of kept that a surprise. Uh, surprises are always best, but I just hope I, we get I, clearer I agree marketing. With that. I agree surprises are good, but... Yeah, marketing when, is the... Yeah, yeah the, but the marketing around it is in, like... I don't know. D DMZ is such an expansive mode where it's already really uh, daunting to go into. So maybe that's why yeah. they don't explain things in detail. It's like, oh, you have this challenge, this challenge, these two bosses. You can do this. You have to get in through it for four entrances, this, this, and that. It sounds really overwhelming to the, the casual player. So I get why, yeah. maybe why they keep things vague to, you know, to, to sure, let, people, sure. yeah. let people think about their own conclusions about what the content is. But then again, that's... Yeah. That leads to people thinking one thing's another, and then they're right, disappointed right. when it's not this. And yeah, I mean, at the same time, though, I feel like it's a sentence that said you can access Coastal Complex through one of four bunker entrances in Almazra. Upon going up to one of those entrances, it'll queue you into a new server on just that map exclusively. That's a it. sentence well, like that, I think, is that is we made that clear. Um, yeah, everyone's talking about the Fajardi show in uh, <laughs> in chat here. DK, oh my god. The zombie DK. Yeah, we'll, we'll touch on zombies a little bit as well. But I had running through those raids. I still had to beat it like two, three more times for the other rewards. I need, but, uh, yeah, I, I've, uh, yeah. I actually haven't completed the raid episode three. Um, I was too busy with, with other the DMZ things. stuff. Yeah, I still haven't tried the Spec Ops mission either. How, have it, has anybody tried that in chat? I know there's a very, uh, a very small cutscene in that. Um, it's it's like a survival defender objective on Half and Port. Also, can it's the story. So uh, that's something I haven't jumped into just yet. Haven't grinded the new event yet to get those free camos. That's, an, that's a whole bunch of other content. Um, haven't played the multiplayer map that much. But also the weapon. We think about, we think about the weapons. Two fully auto pistols in, uh, in this mid-season update. How are you feeling about that one? So, yeah, the two... I mean, the, te the Tech-9... Uh, I don't know. It's, I forget its actual name. The F-Tac Siege. F-Tac Siege, yeah. The F-Tac Siege is... I already know. I think it's going to be crazy when they, once they add a, a Kimbo to it. Um, haven't got the chance to use the Magna yet. Haven't unlocked it. Yeah, I like a Throwing Star too. There's so so much to do, man. Yeah, there's so much. There's a lot. There's actually so much to do. It's 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 actually unreal. Um, but yeah, I, you know what I'm really shocked about? I can't believe that they kept shipment in, so that everybody could unlock oh, yeah. their. Every, I'm really shocked they did that. I was not expecting them to do that at all. Um, so I'm impressed that they, they let us they let us keep that just to go and unlock all our content uh, as quick as we possibly want. Um, yeah, that that's stuff. That's definitely something that I did not uh, go out and expect. But uh, Cold War fanboys, we pleasantly surprised with how good the Tech Nine is as a pistol, even though it's not an SMG. And uh, <laughs> so that's something else too. Also, don't forget the camo event. Ooh. Uh, there's just there's yeah. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't have minded if the launch of the midseason just dropped. You know, the raid and you know the multiplayer content, the weapons, and then a day later they did Coastal Complex, the event with the camel challenges and, and whatever else. But you know, maybe it is best to just throw it all in one day to have like you know just one big major update. Um, although you haven't ran the raid, I'm, I'm sure you saw a little bit of footage of it. Uh, how are you feeling about just how different 
the third rate is from the first. Obviously, I know you haven't played it, but isn't it cool to see how they're trying their best to? I actually haven't just, seen much of the third rate. Oh, at all. I, I don't really. I, I've seen the one thing we have the jump on. The, yeah, yeah. That that's about all I've seen. But um, and obviously the the final cutscene. But I mean, I, I was like I said, I was busy with some with some other things. Yeah. So, um, yeah. couldn't look at that while you were playing it, but yeah, yeah, uh, you know, I think it raids is uh, they're really stepping outside of the comfort zone and, and trying new things, which is very, really respectable, I think. Right, right. I think, uh, no, it, at first we were like, all right, if they're dropping the DMZ map on that day, let's go into that first, and we did because the raid got delayed. But then I was like, we, we took a we took, took an opportunity to like play Coastal Complex one time, hop right into the raid afterwards, and then it ended up panning out perfectly because we happened to run into Infinity Ward, Alex himself, yeah. uh, Chad Michael Collins. So it, it really worked out to go and beat that raid that day, even though we were, we were probably going to on DMZ for a while, but I'm glad that we did it because a lot of folks uh, kind of were all over the place. Um, step aside, I'm going to hunt that Easter egg tomorrow if I can get people. Are you referring to the classified camo on the raid? Because if you're talking about that, that just got solved right before I woke up, I think. Or was it, or no, I think it was right about last night before we went to bed. That just got solved. So, yeah, that's something else I want to go into as well. A whole other Easter egg inside of inside of the raids. I'm going to definitely hop into that. Um, yeah, there, there's 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 absolutely so much, man. I pfft. sleep sleep is definitely not on our on our agenda with how much. Also, Warzone ranked play that, that that really was what everybody was focusing on. I think. Yeah. Um, I definitely was not. I I know there was just yeah there there was literally something for everybody. I, as Chad put it earlier, you know the way that um, the way that they've <laughs> Kevin Durant, you buying that today? Oh man, see, I wanted to stream the countdown to his launch and maybe buy it, maybe review it, but it's like today's pod was important, so we, we mm -hmm. you know, weren't gonna miss an episode for it. But uh, well, are you are you buying it or uh, what do you like not. Kevin Durant? Probably um, not buying it. Um, I, I I could cope and be like, hey, I would have bought it if if they made it to the next round of the of the playoffs, but they lost, so let's uh <laughs> let's, let's not buy. It. I don't know. No, I'm I'm a big K. I like KD as a player, um, but I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a limited time bundle. See, we, I think somebody pointed out that Shredder leaves the shop on May 20th. I think that should have been the release date for Kevin Durant. But I think they want to get him out as soon as they could because then they have Tim the Tapman and Nick Merckx. What are your thoughts on... on, on first. Is that our, is this our first time seeing three crossovers in one season? You said the 31st? That's when they... Uh... Yeah, they, they released on the 31st. What's up with that, that basketball thing? Is that a finishing move? What is that? This. That's pretty sick. I didn't even see, I didn't even see that part of the, of the Shredder. I wonder if that's... Uh... But that's a finishing move or something. I'm not sure. Um, I think it has to be. Maybe not. Maybe not him shooting the th actual three pointer, but definitely the the bat, the basketball room, or, or just or just him. Uh, yeah, which just is him, do cool. just him doing the move. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So what is uh, so? What's up with the Nick Merckx and Tim the Tatman bundles? How, how do you feel about about these two crossovers? I mean, they look pretty damn good. I, I mean, I'm Greek, so I love the whole Spartan look for Nick Merckx. But um, how are you feeling about these packs right here? I think I think Nick Merckx's bundle uh, looks really good. Um, not that much of a fan of of Tim the Tatman's one. Uh, it just, I don't know. Just, I just, I'd rather play as a, as a cool looking, you know, Spartan, Spartan looking guy. Yeah. Blueprints are pretty sweet too. I mean, it's not, not too bad. What's <laughs> the waffles here too. I'm just shocked they did all this, man. Do you think this is the new creator system where instead of doing supporter creator codes, they're just going to do like the, uh, the, the celebrity creator bundles? Swag will definitely get one. There's all that I hope, mind. I hope, I hope not. I think those codes were you know, good for, for creators. I don't, I don't think it was a necessarily a net bad to have those uh, available for people to use just to, yeah, yeah. If, they, if they support people and might as well let them do it. But um, yeah, if this is going forward that the only people that can, you know, quote unquote, be, be partnered or, or whatever, or whatever the, the term you want to use, get it through bundles. I mean, you're going to see a lot less people 
using uh, hashtag cop partner. I like the thing is, I love how this is a new step for bridging the gap between creators and the studio, you know, a, a way to help, you know, promote everybody. I love this is a new step in that. But I feel like it's it would be a good cherry on top to bring you back to the creator code system. I'm not saying because, oh, I want to see one. That'd be awesome to see Code DK one day in the shop. But I think uh, if they just add in the creator code system again with this now, it'll really look like, yeah, we're in a new era for Kyle. Like they always claim with, you know, Kyle 2.0. Cool to see that creator system evolve past what it was for three years in the Warzone 1 era. I think that'd be great if we see all that, you know, return. Also, just gifting, too. I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that the gifting has, hasn't come back yet. That'd be really helpful for, you know, for giveaways and whatnot. Also, dude, I don't know. I don't know if you've played much Crash growing up, but what, like, out of nowhere, like, uh, I don't know where a free bundle gets dropped with a bunch of, uh, a bunch of charms. Like, huh? I mean. And charms and stickers. It's, I, I, that's I, crazy. That? I don't know. Like, they didn't even tweet about this or anything. No. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just there. Sur surprises. I mean, like I said, I love the surprises, right? I just wish that, you know, there was, uh, a little bit more clarity in some of the blog posts about, about what's going on with those, but. Um, yeah, stuff just happened out of nowhere, man. And, you know, also, the patch notes were huge. I mean, we usually do big patch note dedicated videos at the start of a season. Reloaded, reloaded updates, we usually break the patch notes up a little bit, um, a little bit differently. But the patch notes were crazy as it is. And there's a bunch of secret changes we haven't even figured out yet with the update. So, um... What do you think in terms of that? Do you think communication should get a bit better with like the at least the patch notes and those changes, or do you think it's cool to just have that that need to make like a secret changes video every season? Uh, I mean that that's Infinity Award for you. You know they change a lot of things that they just deem not <laughs> they just don't want to put into the the patch notes or whatever. Which I mean, yeah, I guess that leads to making a video that people generally have interest sure, in. Sure. So, um, I guess it's I guess it's whatever. There's a bunch of UI changes. I don't know if anybody has them posted. I know you know we have, we had Harrison in chat earlier. Isn't that crazy too? That some of the things he suggested. Let me see if I maybe he tweeted out some of them. Some of the things he was suggesting in his original overhaul video actually got implemented this update. I'm like, huh? Here's here's another one. Season three reloaded added the ability to customize more HUD colors to improve visibility and tailor the game's visuals to your liking. I made my compass Bartex orange and I like it so much more than the yellow. So little things like that. Um, Still great seeing seeing uh, any HUD or, or UI improvements. I mean that that's definitely that's definitely a, a an, an important change here. Also, oh my God, with the created class loadout menu, dude. Uh, as Harrison said, un, uh, unanimous approval of an update uh, has been so rare. Model for two. So glad this one is done right. Uh, yeah, kind of kind of abandoning the whole side scroller issue and, and doing something like this. Do you think that the side scroller thing was genuinely a creative decision, like because they liked it that much, or was it just something that they can come up with quickly? I don't and not, know. And, uh, I, I can't I, even. I can't even. Yeah. I have no idea what they were thinking with that, but um, yeah, something I didn't really think about. There wasn't that much controversy this time around on this update. People like people are. I think generally are, are happy with the update. Yeah. I, I read to season three, which apparently was just the the worst thing ever. Like I don't I, know. I think was, season three has been the best season of Call of Duty since season six of Cold War. True. And I, and I think it's and you can, you can actually compare. I think season three of Modern Warfare two with any colder season, and it's it, you, you can you can make a fair argument for which season's better. You know, on, on either side, I think I think uh, season three has been the strongest. I mean, if it wasn't, I, I don't know why so much controversy came out of that call before season three about something that I don't think is ever going to change that much anyway. Like Warzone movement, we're going to get tweaks, we're going to get improvements, but it's not going to ever go back to Warzone one. So at least turn that off for a second. You know, stop thinking about that. Think about just the content. That they've been adding. I mean, it's it's been 
I mean, it's insane what they've added in season three alone. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. Sean said just MP players complaining. Even then, like MP, I, MP got a new map, three new weapons, and like MP's a new operator. Good, like, man. yeah. Um, there's stuff to use. I mean, MP. I mean, there, there's three new weapons you can use. I mean, I, I don't know what's, what what else you want. What, you, what, you want a reload update to have three three maps and. Uh, like, that's just unrealistic. You gotta think realistic. Well, season four is also not. Season four comes out. Was it about a month from today? Yeah, it's not bad at, at all. It's not bad at all, and that that's gonna, that's bound to add that's a whole have bunch. Some juice. Yeah, it's gonna have a lot. It's not. It's gonna have a lot of juice for sure. I mean, it's not that far away, dude. So I, I don't know what the, what the issue is there. Um, so uh, are we gonna finish up by talking about? Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, then... we'll we'll wrap with one big topic. Um, I feel like I missed something with reloading. Yeah, we gotta get some water, man. We drank all our water. We actually went through a, a, a full case of water. That's I mean, dude, the grind was nuts, man. I, yeah, I, and I'm and you know I feel like that we we did so much already, and it's like we still haven't scratched the surface. With <laughs> I mean, we're gonna be. I mean, I, we want this to be the case because we need a we need a month to, you know, get get content flowing and get prepared for season four. Um, You're prepared for something also very big coming out. Very yeah, while well, Harris is in chat, I mean, uh, we, we've teased it quite a bunch, or quite, quite I can't speak. Quite anymore. a bunch. Quite a bunch, yeah, I can't speak. We've tweeted quite a bunch uh, the last, you know, couple of weeks, but we have a huge project in the works. It's a huge collaborative effort, something that nobody's probably expecting, something that nobody's really done, uh, at least from the perspective of, of who Fajardi and I are. It, it's really something special. It, it's a pure passion project. Um, it's going to change the way that content flows in, in the community and the way that we cover the game. Um, all for the better. Nothing's gonna change about the main channel or the podcast or anything, but definitely dropping the bomb soon. Uh, as yeah, Harrison I said. think I, I uh, mean, it, it's definitely something that may um, you know change may, DMZ may, forever. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's something yeah. that may you know change change a lot of things in uh, the community forever. You never know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're very excited. Oh and, yeah, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be great. It's gonna be something really awesome. No, for sure. I I. Uh, I also want to, want to reiterate that this this might be one of our last podcasts side by side in this specific office because we are getting a new space really soon. Chat in the next, hopefully, I'm gonna hope the next like week or two we get something lined up. Um, we're working on, uh, and we made a lot of progress. But we're working on getting a whole new space. You know, building out new office, uh, moving, and then we will have a podcast room in that space as well. So when he when he flies out, um, we'll, have, we'll have a whole different setup going. Um, very excited about that because my my setup is really tailored to like the, the solo grind. It, it, you know, we 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 have a little makeshift station in the corner. You know, <laughs> yep. where you know he's on his laptop and whatnot. But um, yeah, my, my setup my setup is is definitely not tailored towards towards more than one more, more person in the room. But we're definitely working on uh, building a new office out. You know, that that will hopefully be one hundred percent done by first week of June, so that for the summer we we have we have uh, all that ready to go while we have that big launch also coming. You know. In, in collaborative in collaboration with with the man himself Harrison, which is which is very very exciting. But anything else from Reloaded real quickly that we didn't touch on yet? I think we we pretty much yeah I think we gave our everything. thoughts on everything. Yeah, I, I I feel like I haven't played enough of it. We've been working on so much content, I haven't played yeah. enough of it. But um, we're gonna be getting into that, you know, over the course of this weekend and whatnot. Um, oh, also there was a little bit of controversy. I'm not gonna show the the footage on screen because I can't obviously for obvious copyright reasons. The throwback audio pack. Um, gameplay kind of popped up of the blueprints, you know, the Hemlocks, the ACR, the, and, and the classic MP5. Um, do you think there's going to be more than one of these dropped each season out? Because people are like, where's the intervention? Where's this? Kind of talked about it last week, but um, thoughts about that, that footage that, that, that popped up. Yeah, the footage that came up, I, I wasn't really impressed with that at all. Um, classic Johnny, though? What thoughts about cl Classic Johnny? In, in that back uh, I mean, the Classic Johnny's cool. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cool yeah. skin, but... 
Um, you know, you you, aim some, you name something the the classic audio pack or whatever, and then the guns don't really sound like the like the original ones. Like I don't know why it couldn't just be the the original grainy yeah um, old sounds they used in MW two, but they kind of like rematch them, which that kind of like defeats the purpose. I think. Yeah, so just been classic straight up like. You yeah, know. like I'm sure someone at Infinity Ward has that has a USB drive of all the MW two sounds they can just. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> just, <laughs> right. Just upload there, but. Um, no, for sure. Yeah, you know, they decided to rematch them, it seems. Um, the AC, the ACR variant doesn't really resonate with me at all. The MP5, MP5K uh, is a little bit more better, but yeah, they, I'm, not, I'm not too much of a... So, not too much of a apparently, player. they also found the classic Prestige emblem. So, that, that might be... I think that's going to also be released with uh, that bundle really soon. That's, uh, that's really interesting. But yeah, something that we'll probably touch more on next week and also in separate videos... Images surfaced of our next Warzone map, Vondel. And according to the that data breach from a couple months ago, we are getting a new small-scale Warzone map in uh, Mono for 2's life cycle. And that's apparently, you know, coming up, maybe start of Season 4 or Season 4 Reloaded. Vondel, I mean, I feel like we just got a Sheikah. A new Resurgence map. And then have DMZ support on that. Yeah, and we, know, just, we still haven't gotten ground support for Ashika yet. And that, that got leaked out many months ago. They're like, dude. Yeah, I'm just very I'm very hold. excited, um, not even for the resurgence side of, of this map coming, but the new DMZ exclusion zone and what new boss that's gonna bring, the new weapon case it's gonna bring. Dude. That's more that's what I'm more excited uh for than playing resurgence on it with <laughs> Yeah. You're excited for the map, but for a whole different reason yeah, different mode exactly. entirely yeah so much leaked out chat i mean there's all these videos that i, I want to carefully and safely make um over the next few days there there is so much stuff uh if anyone made a comment about a map editor we'd love to do that one day i remember that leaked out prior to release of the game that from ralph that was a complete fake leak on, on his end i don't know what oh, the hell yeah. that was that's completely fake w which fake uh, leak <laughs> uh yeah i know which one yeah which one right yeah there, there, there was there was so much man yeah so much got added dude so many things to look forward to but speaking of warzone real quickly a really good segue into our final topic of, of today's podcast so apparently now the next warzone map or the next big warzone map which probably was going to release during this game's life cycle is las almas that apparently is being pushed back to season one of COD 2023 launching december 5th the new call of duty is set to launch november 10th and that is apparently going to be called Modern Warfare 3. A direct sequel to Modern Warfare 2's campaign will have multiplayer and apparently Outbreak 2.0. Zombies is back, baby. As I posted that video right before we streamed uh, Reloaded the other day. Yeah. Because Insider Gaming has been going off. Uh, I mean, first, give me your thoughts on these reports here. Outbreak 2.0. We're both Outbreak stands. So, oh, yeah. holy shit, dude. What's up with that? Yeah, you know, That's... I think um, seeing DMZ evolve over this year um, really has a lot of hope that maybe this they'll just transfer the zombies mode uh, or merge it with the DMZ and you keep all those updates. Because I think the I think the one of the main things that Vanguard Zombies suffered from was the fact that you start you you just got you just got all these crystal upgrades, all these OP stuff in Cold War. And then a month later, you got reset. You know, the wait for these perks to come back, but they never even added the perks back. I don't even think. No, no. Then, so, the, yeah. so <laughs> it'll be cool to see something like DMZ, where we have all these updates, we have the workbench, we have um, all these maps to play on. Um, going into the zombie side of it, which is going to be a little bit sticky. We yeah. don't know if it's going to be a part of the the paid thing or the Warzone 2.0 free experience. Um, if I were to guess. It might be a paid only, 
um, DMZ sort of side experience. Yeah. Um, but that's, that leads to the question, where does DMZ go? Uh, where does where do all where does Sheik Island go? Where does Building Twenty One go? Where does uh, yeah. Complex go? Well, where yeah. does all this content go? Right. That's what I'm thinking about right now. If they are releasing a new uh, m- new map, a uh, new large scale Warzone map, um, which I'd assume would be where Outbreak Two Point would be. Where, that was the play space you would have for Outbreak Two Point For the main reason being is that DMZ basically solved the issue that Outbreak um, kind of failed failed to. Um, fix because I'm whatever the case may be engine limitations or because you can only have you know this little area whatever it be Duga whether it be um, Ruka or whatever and having those areas in such a small area having having to play in such a small area you can't have too many zombies spawn a lot of the biggest criticism of Outbreak was that it felt empty it felt hollow which I didn't really feel that way but I can definitely uh, see the argument I don't agree with it but in DMZ, you know, you have people, you have bots patrolling, you have this, yeah. you have that. There's a yeah. lot more on the map. So I think Infinity Ward kind of cracked this code with DMZ to set up a crazy large-scale DMZ uh, outbreak hybrid. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I, and it's only going to get better and better. I, I was going to say, uh, first off, what's crazy is that, you know, we've, we've already been asking, right? Oh, how could DMZ evolve during a second year of support? Well, I think... They'll drop Las Almas. This is a pure prediction, by the way, right? We don't, we don't really know how this is going to work. But my, my prediction is that Las Almas will come out with Season 1 of Cosmo 23. You can play BR on it. They might get rid of Almazra BR when that happens. But the only way to play Almazra after that will just be DMZ. No more BR. Mm. But Las Almas will be there. And, you know, you'll have your, hopefully, DMZ support on it, right? But then, Outbreak releases for it. But the question is, right... Do they go the free-to-play route with that where Outbreak 2 is through Warzone and DMZ's app? I feel like that's the best approach. But then it's like, okay, what do you charge 70 bucks for on release for the premium game? I'm going to guess, again, this could be BS here, a watered-down iffy Spec Ops mode or something of that nature just to justify that the game launches with three modes and then Season 1, Outbreak comes out. You won't get zombies day one on disc. Mm. I feel like that is probably the best thing to do. But then that begs the question, how does this affect Treyarch? Well, Treyarch's expanded quite a bit, as we talked about the past couple years. They have a Zombies-focused studio. They've built a whole new team. And I think whatever the B-team skeleton crew is, that's kind of been the crew that did Vanguard, Ranked, and Zombies, Modern Warfare 2, Ranked for Multiplayer, Ranked for Warzone, a little bit of help with DMZ. That hopefully is the same team that does whatever the Zombies is. Uh, for this new game, but the thing is, like, you kind of touched on it already with Las Almas, that makes me relieved that it's not like Treyarch has to make this whole new map from the ground up. Las Almas is done. Las Almas has been developed already as an experience, so if Treyarch just has to hop in, use the map that already exists... Zombify it. Zombify it. Because you know they're going to do that. They're gonna of course. Have to yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so, that that's really exciting. Um, I think, you know, people... People like to, to hate on Vanguard Zombies a lot, but I think Vanguard Zombies played a very, very important role in the future of Treyarch on a new engine. Right. Um, you know, because obviously this is the first time developing Zombies uh, on on the IW... What is it? IW4 engine? Is that what it is? I don't know. I forget. Um, IW9. I, oh, IW, IW9 I believe, engine. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, whatever the case may be, a new engine they had to build stuff from the ground up on. Um, that's why I think Vanguard Zombies plays a lot larger role than most people think. 
not even from a storyline wise storyline side, but more from a development side where they're starting to learn these tools, they're getting used to it. And you can look and see that from Duran Fang to Duran Fang, they learned a lot. They, the, the map evolved, it became better. They started, you know, putting in, uh, you know, full actual quests and, and everything. Oh, you so, meant, I think you meant Duran Fang to the Archon? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> you, yeah. you were like Duran Fang to Duran Fang. I was like, I was like, oh, I, was like I was like, I was like. Yeah, that's, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Not, not that much of a, you know, I haven't, I haven't put too much time into thinking about Vanguard zombies a lot. No, so. I don't. No, uh, sorry, the Archon. I'm busting your balls. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a brain fart on me. Uh, the Archon, I mean, I, I personally love the Archon. I think the, the boss fight is, is really awesome, uh, really immersive. So it'll be cool to see stuff like that. And you, you know Treyarch's going to knock it out of the park when it comes to maybe even putting a large boss like that uh, in Los Alamos or something like that where it's, it's interactive around the map, or um, which would be very, very cool. Because you kind of be running around with all these players, and there'll be zombies, and there'll be real, there'll be real operators, and you have this big boss where you can yeah. team up, and you can have three squads of operators trying to kill one big boss. I think that's really cool. Right. Um, right. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry no, about no, uh, no. fixing that up. <laughs> no, I thought it was funny. I'm just like, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I think, dude, it's really exciting because I know I saw some comments from Revived in chat and whatnot. It's 20 year anniversary of COD this fall. You can't fucking celebrate 20 years of COD without. Showing some love to zombies. But what you don't want to do is do round base, in my opinion, with this next game. Because regardless, even if the, the whole entirety of Treyarch was making it, and it wasn't just like a B team or a skeleton crew, you still want to save some momentum and hype for the next Black Ops 2024. If they could somehow get away with not doing round base, period, with this game coming out. Can you imagine the extra layer of hype that will exist for the next Black Ops? That's what I'm looking forward to. But Vanguard Zombies, you know... Everybody knows Vanguard Zombies as the mold that it is. Everybody criticized it. I'm not going to go off on that again. But th the idea of a round-based outbreak onslaught hybrid could work with proper depth time put into it. Maybe because they don't have to work on a map. And Los Almost is already done. If, if, that, if that is not what they're going to use for outbreak, they can come out with a good outbreak 2.0 mode. Maybe it's free to play. And maybe there is an onslaught round-based type of cool hybrid that Vanguard was trying to go for. And that could be the on-disc paid Zombies experience or something. But... There's so much to build off of from from Outbreak One, from what DMZ has done. You know, there's so many things to build off of that I'm excited to see. You know what happens, but uh, yeah, I, I just I really do hope though that people will understand and grasp the idea. Even though it says Treyarch, you know, slapped onto it, whatever, they can grasp the idea that the main team, the A team, is on the next Black Ops, and it's unfortunate that Treyarch has to step in for you know Sledgehammer again, whatever, but. I don't think Activision is interested in taking more than one year off of Zombies. I feel like they, they saw what Outbreak did, what Cold War did all together. They see what DMZ is doing, what, you know, the Warzone side of things. Maybe they think, hey, Warzone 2 is in a bit of a weird place. Maybe you, you add some Zombies somehow, and it can help fix a couple of things. But I think Activision is ready for Zombies, bro. <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, we're all ready for it. We're excited for it. I think Activision is too. I think they're like, hey. I mean, so are we. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> so are we. For sure. Um, again, also, for, don't forget, chat, all this is being rumored. This is apparently from sources that Insider Gaming has. I know Tom Henderson works over there with those people. We're just reporting on the news, talking about stuff that has been pretty controversial in the community. But um, honest take, do zombies this fall or just give it another break for a year? I, um, I'm, I'm going to say do it in, in a safe way. But what, what, what I think, uh, I mean, I think right now, I think if they're going to do zombies, the only thing to do is is outbreak. 
Yeah. I think save the ROM base, please. Save. Uh, yeah, like, like a like a properly well done outbreak with DMZ features we have with all of the, um, the the things we can do. I I just can't even I can't even put in the words how crazy that would be content wise when we're already getting this much for DMZ in an Infinity Ward year. Imagine how much we get during a Treyarch year uh, yeah. of the zombies because Treyarch always delivered on their updates every time, um, never failed. And I feel like and I feel like something with DMZ is that. DMZ, I, there hasn't been a DMZ update where it's failed to deliver for me. Every single DMZ update yeah. has been good. Every single DMZ, DMZ update has been packed full of content. There's there's really nothing to complain about when it comes to DMZ, in my personal opinion. Yeah. So seeing that going into Treyarch's game yeah. and, and seeing if they you know do use those features that were already present, it'll be absolutely amazing. And, and yeah, just to, just to think about what they can do with with Wonder Weapon Easter eggs and and mini zombie bosses and and yeah, you like, know, you know, how it sounds like the big pop up on screen boss here. Imagine that in Zombie. Oh, dude, I mean, Panzer here. Or, I don't know. The only thing I'm worried about is how a pack a punch system would work because obviously you you would have people camping. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. So I, I gotta mean, go pack and this fucking like Giga Chat Alpha Male sweats yeah, like sitting so, in a. Oh, dude, yeah. Because I want PVP on it too. I, I, I want PVP for this like new version of Grief. I want that on. Uh, that's why I think uh, it would be cool. I think it, it would be really interesting to see if DMZ is going to add something like a like a portable little thing that you can do 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 do. Yeah. And, and buy buy something or yeah, pack a bunch yeah. of guns. Um, I think that would be really cool, especially yeah. for if they're gonna have perks and some sort of uh, large scale uh, outbreak thing. You yeah. you would need that. You would need something little to go boop boop boop. Let's go, buy my jug. Buy my buy yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You would need that. Uh, Mainly for the sole reason of people are going to camp these machines. They are going to camp these areas. So, um, right, right. Really right. interesting to see how bartering comes in that too. The future is bright when it comes to zombies. No, the the, the, fu the future is really bright, man. I mean, I know we had a super chat from Anonymous asking if Outbreak will replace DMZ. My prediction is that yep. DMZ doesn't get a second year of updates, but Outbreak will be Treyarch's kind of DMZ for Cosmic 23's life cycle. And then when the next Black Ops comes out, you'll have. You know, that base game, campaign, multiplayer, zombies, and then you'll have Outbreak support again alongside Warzone 2. But DMZ will kind of be just the Outbreak during an Infinity Ward year, if that makes sense. But I think during Sledgehammer years and Treyarch years, it'll be Outbreak 2.0 or whatever. That That's what I think, at least. I just don't see them doing DMZ updates with this next COD that comes out. And also use the same map for Outbreak, which is kind of just the same thing, but with zombies on it. I, I don't see them doing all that. Maybe they do it. The more the merrier. Fuck it. We're going to cover everything anyway. But um, I'm very excited. I think anybody that's like, oh, dude, DMZ's not going to get updates with the next COD. Outbreak will essentially be that just with zombies. <laughs> you know, I, I think it'll still come down to the, the same general idea of use the BR map for this kind of experience with PvP, quest, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, which, speaking of Warzone, by the way, the reveal event's rumored for August inside of Warzone 2. Do you like the idea of an in-game reveal event like we got for Cold War and Vanguard or do you think you should just stick to like basic marketing uh, yeah I mean I like work? the reveal events if they're if Inside they're done very immersively and you know it's a you know ge generally a, a very engaging event um, even the Vanguard reveal event I think that was pretty cool it wasn't anything like the, the Cold War one the Cold War I got the Cold War one I got chills down my spine so that was beautiful yeah I, I love where you're running event. the stadium and that. that's where Ryan got knife in the back Oh, oh my God! I forgot about that too. We were running towards the. Oh, he got, he got killed. Yeah, but yeah, something like that. Something like I think they can do something really, really cool. Especially if it is Modern Warfare Three, tying it into story, tying it into Makarov. There's, there's a lot of things on the table. It's like they, they have all these pieces, 
And if they connect them all together, they can have something really engaging and really awesome across yeah. uh, across DMZ, raids, campaign, and now... Uh, so much, dude. And now the new game. So. I'm, I'm very excited. I mean, look, uh, Activision's confirmed to be a partner of Summer Games Fest June 8th. I don't think we're going to get anything about the next COD at this event, but... What is that prime time for uh, season four marketing? So we'll see whatever yeah, surprises. Also, Warzone Mobile apparently got delayed until November, which I'm a little weirded out about because maybe it was revealed maybe prematurely, but you almost should have waited to reveal that game until it was closer to a global launch because of the whole unification of COD 2.0, cross-progression, having to wait till possibly November to see that in, in North America is kind of weird. But it's just like, it uh, is what it is, dude. Yeah. I really want to play it and cover it. I do, but it's like... You know, November is going to be a, a, a really wild month um, with the new COD coming out, right? So there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there is so much going on. Like I couldn't, I don't think it was ever been a busier time for Call of Duty. Like despite all the controversies, the complaints, whatever, there's never been a busier time. So also to kind of round up this, this topic here, the game being called Modern Warfare Three supposedly is that the best approach for the name? I feel like that's the cleanest you can. You can stick with if it is a direct sequel, and it's also poetic. Sledgehammer did the original Modern Warfare three with the yeah, so I fuck mean, it, right? Just call, call it that, and it's fine. I mean, uh, Modern Warfare. I think the only the only time you can get away with, for example, a Black Ops Cold War is with if the if the the pre if the prefix is that the right word? The, the prefix is sort of small, like Black Ops. It can't be Modern Warfare Rogue Nation, Modern Warfare Ghost Ops. Like it can't be that much in one. Yeah, exactly. Black Ops Maybe Cold it's a suffix. It's one. It's a prefix yeah. or suffix. You guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Black Ops Cold is still a long title though. I remember yeah. at the time when but it first if, got. But if you have modern, if you had like Modern Warfare something something operation something something or whatever, yeah. like that that would be a little bit too long, and then you'd be taking 50 characters just to put the title game title in the game. At, in, the, in the title. At that point, videos. just put Modern Warfare 3 dash, like, or Modern Warfare something. Oh, yeah, how do you, yeah, I don't so know, if you, So if it's just Modern Warfare 3, clean, good, you're all, it's all fine and dandy. Yeah. Very nice. Because we stuck with just Cold War. for We didn't put Black Ops in the title all that much during, uh... Sledgehammer, the, Sledgehammer did, yeah, that was like when Infinity Ward was, like, falling out or whatever. They had a lawsuit with Activision, and then they, their studio split apart a lot. Most of those people went to Respawn to make Titanfall. The people that were remaining were not enough to make Modern Warfare 3, which so needed to come clutch out. Sledgehammer clutched up, um, which is Sledgehammer, I think it was, yeah, it was that, and then, uh, it was a huge collaborative effort. But, uh, with that, too, I think what's gonna be interesting is people... Trusting Infinite or Sledgehammer again after what happened with Vanguard, people mm. weren't happy. And then on top of that, you got to think about uh, the reception of Modern Warfare 2 and Warzone 2. You know, obviously the game's getting better and better each update, but convincing people to buy a COD yet again, especially if they aren't too fond of IW or Sledgehammer, that's going to be crazy. You know, mar the marketing is going to be so important for this game, probably some of the most important marketing we've ever seen in COD history to really win people's trust to get this game again i don't think it'll sell more than Modern Warfare two but having to convince people yeah we're doing a new cod again here you know here it is that's going to be a challenge after the reception but the other problem is if such hammer comes out swinging with marketing for this game let's say they fix you know they've read out to the mini map classic this classic that classic mp that'll be great we all want to see that sure but then it's like how does that make infinity world look that they could have made those changes and didn't so it's like it's gonna be a double-edged sword regardless with how they market and promote and sell and update that game and then compare it to where Modern Warfare 2 has been. That's a huge thing to think about. Um, not many folks have really talked about that, but yeah, that's that's kind of how crazy like the update alone for reloaded was insane. 
And then all of a sudden, you know, icing on the cake to make the week even crazier. This could have came out next week, which would have been so much better. I don't know. Insider Gaming, I mean, maybe they were worried that the news would be reported by somebody else. But they sh- I think they should have waited till like, Monday to start all this shit. Because <laughs> there's so much news, man. Yeah. Like, what the hell? There's so much going on here. Um, but so be it. We'll take it all on. We're going to cover it all. And we'll keep giving our thoughts as time goes on. Um, more reports on the way. But, yeah, any last-minute comments, questions on... Uh, Season 3 Reloaded, this Modern Warfare 3 rumor. Uh, anything else you want to mention about kind of all this news? Or I don't know. I think we I think we covered it pretty well. What, what a well-rounded podcast today with uh, Chad and then yeah. a little bit of cleanup on the Reloaded update. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's been a good episode, I think. Very good. Um, I know next week we'll be back uh, at your place. So yep. Got another, another episode going. I'm sure a lot <laughs> more will be found uh, over the next few days. True. There's a lot to think about. Modern Warfare Ghost Team 2023. Yeah, that's a that's a long name. So what do you call Black it? Black Ops Ghost. Black Ops Ghost. There's a there's a lot, man. There's really a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot going on. Who are these people? We'll return next week. Um, we just had so much to get into and cover. That's such a bonus segment. We'll we'll save that for next week. There's so much, uh, so much to cover here. Uh, but yeah, that is just about it. I think for for everything. What a busy last couple of days it's been. It was very quiet. Uh, over the weekend, and then it just, it just, you know, that's, that's how God always, that's how God always oh, works. Yeah. Everything just kind of ramped up uh, like crazy. But yeah, we're, we're all for it, man. But lots and lots of videos already on deck, in production, ready to go. Big announcements on the way, really cool opportunities uh, on deck. And yeah, with that being said, folks, appreciate all your love, and we will see you guys in the next one. We didn't do our, uh, our shake at the beginning. We gotta do it. There we go. There, there we go. go. <laughs> Almost close to 100 episodes, man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Peace out, everybody.